Welcome back, Fatsiders. Start with Jack recounting a chance meeting with Meatball Dion Prestia, who, under dress, it must be said, now Jack won't admit it, but he cornered him in the dunnies, I think, hands unwashed, um, and fired some questions at him about Tom Liberatore. An added treat this week. We took some time to do a 2005 redraft. Let's just say the talent in the rookie draft of 2005 finds its way into our top five picks. Superb talent pull that year. So the task was laborious, but it's so insightful. We also talk about Geelong's drop-off, that potential permanency. It's on everyone's lips, including ours this week, as is the grand final rematch demolition of Sydney. The PTSD clearly lasted six months. My trauma also hit fever pitch with Paddy Saints getting the four points while the moth was all smiles because of the Bulldogs' effort. That is until he destroys his boy, Riley Garcia, a.k.a. the burrito, a.k.a. the bag, and rightfully so. Worst performance of the year. But there was Mason Wood. Isaac Rankin, Paddy Cripps, Jordan Degoe this week was full of brilliance. We cover it all, but first, let's take the leap with some chilly willy. What's Libba like on the field? Like I need to know. I'm a dogs fan. He goes, well, actually, I've known I've known Libba for a very long time. We're mates, like get on well and blah blah. Grew up playing footy with and against each other and whatnot. And and he goes, oh, um, and he goes, oh, you just start like he goes, you'll be at a centre bounce like halfway through a quarter in a game, and he'll just whisper. It's the most random shit. Like apparently he's like, oh, I'm up to like season five of Stranger Things. <laughs> Yeah, man. Like, he'll just say random shit. Like, I was like, what? Yeah. And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just really quirky, out of the box, like, random conversation starters. He might have the tism. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. You never know. Some of the tattoos would suggest that yeah. he's probably... But I said, oh, yeah, the tats are... And he goes, mate, that fruit and nut bar. Yeah. That's wild. And he said, yeah, he said, you can't help but, like, laugh when you're standing next to him. But he goes, fuck, he's a fierce competitor. Like when it's time to go. It's yeah, no of course. He goes, he's, he's a freak. His like old he, man was exactly that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Are we on? Yeah, we're on. Yeah, we're on. What's going on, dude? I'm really shitty that um, we spoke about a couple of the results last week. Yeah. The showdown. Yep. We we're both close to tipping it's, Adelaide. Should yeah. have backed ourselves in. Cats. I tipped them the week before, dude. And yeah. then I've just turned on them. Yeah. It didn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. and. They did what they did last year, which was like, you've, if you're going to beat them, you've actually got to turn up and play four quarters. Yeah, yeah. They're not that good of a team, mm. but they've got they've got ticker. Yeah. Or, I don't know, something I've got a real like softy that. for them. Like, I sort of want them to do well. Yeah. After I, everything that went down I at like that club. Him. Matthew Nix is a really likable guy. He is. He just tells it as it is. I think he's a really good coach for what it's worth. Clearly. He just hasn't had the, he hasn't had the pieces throughout yet, but it's sort of coming together. They've drafted well. And they've clearly nailed this trade with Isaac Rankin so yeah, far. It it's was early. A, it's dude, early. It was a lot of coin, but there was a moment on the weekend. We just lost. I flick it over to watch them win. Yeah. And he's had a stellar game. Yeah. 
and I'm just thinking, I know we threw a big contract at him. So like, I, what if? Yeah, dude. That kills me, man. Owen Davy Jr. and Isaac Rankin in the same forward line, man. Uh, Davy Jr.'s got a while to go, but yeah, we but, need a you know, you look, small You look three years ahead, crystal yeah. balling. But if Tipper hadn't have left yeah. and was fit, and it's like got those two guys impacting the forward line, it would have yeah. been, yeah, been real nice. Dude, I was watching Div 4 local footy on the weekend, and there was fitter blokes out there than Anthony McDonald, Tipper Woody. I've got no doubt. Yeah, I believe yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but nowhere near as magical. Oh, he's special. <laughs> he is, mate. Yeah, yeah, he's got that black magic that only those guys have, dude. Yeah. I don't know what it is. What do you reckon it is about Indigenous players? It's like, they're always quality small forwards. Yeah. I don't I don't understand how. Like, if, you're <laughs> Abor- if you've got Aboriginal DNA, you are much better at kicking goals than white people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you just immediately are. Yeah. I don't know what we're doing with our youth, but... When you see some, so Carlton are just like as it, like just what if Harry Mackay was from Kalgoorlie? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's. I think if you're if you're like over six foot four and white, yeah. then you're very good at kicking goals. Yeah. But if you're under six foot four, you'd rather be Aboriginal. Yeah. But if you're six foot eight with a mustache, you're a flog. <laughs> and we'll get to him later. And I'm talking about Joe fucking Danaher. Yeah, it's so, barely a yeah. mustache. Yeah. I don't no. Know oh no. Nah, no. Nah. Uh, I think I said to you, I, I swear it was the... It really, it's really shit, it's dude. It's pathetic, yeah. man. Imagine what his girlfriend thinks. Like, do I look good, sweetheart? The yeah. amount of lies that that woman has said. Yeah. Looking yeah. at him. Like, yeah, yeah doofy. You yeah, like, it's really it's real, it's really good. At, you know, I dig it. It's like, yeah. It's like putting a car through one of those old car washes with the tassels. You just don't do it. With the tassels? Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, gotcha, yeah, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They say it's good for washing your car. It's not. It's the mustache. Where, like if you were in the 70s and everyone was growing a mustache, he's the guy that has to join in, but really shouldn't be joining in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, dude, it's so thin. I feel like I'm looking at a fly screen. <laughs> like, there's gaps all through it, mate. <laughs> uh, I think I said to you preseason that I know they rate Joe Danaher, but he was going to cost them a game of football at some yeah. point. Because they took three weeks. That's who he is. Because I think, I don't know what we were listening to. We were talking about something and they were like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Don't ask it and wish they had Joe Danaher. I'm like, kind of, but kind of not. Yeah. He's not worth the money. Yeah. That was really clear after we paid him 800K a year. Yeah. Was not worth the money because he wasn't committed enough. Well, he, yeah. He, here we go. Here's my rant. Um, he, over the last, well, since the season started, there's been a few occasions where especially the Melbourne game and and rightfully so he, he sort of had a he sort of had a fair fair point but like serious finger pointing at Hipwood yelling down his throat yelling at Lincoln McCarthy and just like really abrasive sort of abrupt behavior to towards teammates when like they were like 30 points up so it's like you're cutting that fine line between leadership and and just being a flog i think I think he's trying to be a leader, but he's going about it the wrong way. I don't think I don't think blokes like that approach. Yeah, it's pretty old school. I, I get it, but um, when you're pointing fingers, that you gotta you gotta lead by example at the same time as doing that. If Jeremy Cameron was doing that to me, I'd listen. I would because he leads by example week in week out. Yeah, that's Joe cool. Danaher doesn't. He sits on fences half the time. Like that, all that there is a there is a history of really unprofessional behaviour. On the field. Mm. And there's a history of him cracking it at teammates. There was blow-ups at Essendon. I remember Brennan Goddard ripped him a new one and he bit right back at him. And BJ was about to... Oh, mate. 
Like Joe Danaher is lucky he's not a pretzel. Yeah, that's he would have um, been fucked. That's <laughs> here you go, mate. Throw some yeah. boxing gloves straight yeah. at them on a Tuesday morning at training. Yeah, here we but, go. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'll talk in isolation of that. Just that that point in the game where Brisbane, I felt like you know, obviously it was against us. I felt like, oh no, here they come, eight points up, ten minutes to go. I'm like, it's just not enough of a lead. And Brisbane just kept coming, and the quality in the midfield, like Lockie Neal just willing his team. Yeah. At every like Josh Dunkley throwing his body around, uh, Will Ashcroft getting involved again, mm. and you know, um, oh, and Darcy Wilmot, fantastic last quarter. He's a good footy player, isn't he? He is. Yeah, I really was, like his energy. Yeah, he was a good pickup. I mean, everyone will know him because he's, I mean, a raging popularity and super coach. Yeah. But after watching him, it's like I can see why. Yeah. But as a mature age. obviously leading that leading that sort of little comeback and second wind, if you will, was Harris Andrews. I mean, unstoppable, dude. Like, 18 marks. But, um, yeah, they had a moment in time where Lincoln McCarthy, Charlie Cameron, and I believe it might have been Eric Hipwood, all alone inside 50. And Danaher blind turns about 68 metres out. Bangs and, it. And bangs it. And it sails through the behind. Yeah. And yeah. Charlie Cameron turns around and looks at him like, what the fuck were you just doing? Fuck you. He yeah. looked at him and he was like, fuck you, Joe Danaher. Yeah. It was yeah. selfish. Yeah. And that's my, yeah, that's my. But no apology. You just went, oh, fuck, yeah, fuck, fuck that up. Uh, so look, when he peels. And we let him know about it too. Yeah. When he peels those performances off. Yeah. He won an Anzac Day medal doing that shit. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. And I think he thinks that that's nearly his signature. Yeah. Like, uh, big launches from outside the arc. It's like, he thinks he's Steph Curry with the football. Yeah. He thinks he's Buddy Franklin sometimes, I think. He really does. Yeah. Yeah. And he's obviously not. If he was nah. just. If he turned himself, I mean, four behinds is completely unacceptable. The reality is he could have had two behinds still, yeah, but two goal assists, yeah, yeah. But he he just I don't know what it was. He can't bring himself to be as selfless as someone like a Tom Hawkins or yeah, you know, be it Jeremy Cameron or someone mm. who's happy to distribute the football. And in their older age, watching Jack Rewalt adapt to that scenario, yeah, is what's helped him stay in the game. Just that I mean, he's too long in the tooth now for my liking but yeah. last year a lot of it was like his ability to bring his teammates into the game and Danaher doesn't have any of those qualities yeah yeah um question yeah Eric Hipwood's contract extension is this already a disaster uh, look, or he... there's a there's been a bit of talk that they should throw him down back get him behind the footy like can you see a world in well, which this... they they, they give it a go. Well, they've got a problem because Jack Gunston's walked in and he's the most reliable key forward. Yeah, and that's not, and we spoke we spoke we spoke on the phone earlier. It's, it's not a long term solution. Yeah, then. and it's not what he signed up for. Right, he was meant to be the cherry on top. So if they're in the win it now mode, I would do whatever it takes to get four premiership points every week. Okay, yeah. So you, yeah. that's a discussion that the coaching panel yeah. would have with the board, I assume, yeah. to be like. We don't really care if we upset players. Yeah. Like well, you, look, you've, yeah. you've got to have a mantra. And if at round three, the idea is we are trying to win four premiership points every week, no matter the cost to the future, yeah. then fucking throw him down back. Yeah. Cam, Cam Rain is not a halfback flanker. No, but he wasn't really a forward pocket either. Yeah. So what is he? Well, we had this discussion a couple yeah. of weeks ago and it was someone said it and you repeated it to me when we were talking on the pod and it was... Um, should he look to go elsewhere? Yeah, I, I definitely think. He but should. where's he going? Adelaide. Are oh, they interested, or is he? No, I think Australia? I think he'd be a really good fit at Adelaide. But he's not. He's not breaking into that midfield. He might. Maybe he might. Well, he might take that Schoenberg spot. That's what I'm thinking. There, there are opportunities there. 
yeah, and one, they're a growing team. One or two opportunities. I just mm. think if if you for someone like if I was his player manager, yeah, I'd be like, you haven't done enough. Granted, you're not going to get the opportunity here. If you move clubs, get the opportunity and don't do it, yeah, your career's done. Yeah, yeah. So if you go to Adelaide and sure you kick out a, a Schoenberg or a Sh- Lockie Scholl or yeah, yeah, someone like that who's taking a couple of centre bounce attendances. Then again, whatever. Luke Peddler's coming through, isn't he? They've yeah. got guys, right? Yeah. So you'd have to know how highly they tout him. Like, I'd be looking to go to somewhere where it was guaranteed, and that's really difficult to see right now. Yeah. Um, Hawthorne might be the only place yeah. where their their midfield's pretty dog shit. Although, St. Kilda's midfield was pretty bad, man. Yeah. Um, it was not very impressive. Like, yeah, they've got guys there. Yeah. But they're not very good at the contested stuff. So I just don't know what his skill set looks like. Does his tool bag have... Well, it goes back to what you said. Really, it's 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 um he's lost the right to own where own and say where he wants to play. He just has to play where Fagan puts him. Yeah, yeah. So I'll tell you right now, and I know this is you know this is my boy, but we can talk about players from other teams as well. Yeah. Every week when I watch Archie Perkins, I'm like, oh, this is definitely happening one day. Yeah, yeah. He's going to explode into a very very serious player. Yeah. Because he's doing the role that he's been given yeah. and doing it really well. Yeah. I'm a heterosexual man as well. He, dude, he would pull some serious, yeah, he, serious talent. Yeah, he'd be that guy. Um, if you uh, <laughs> if you're looking for a sponsor, Archie, I recommend a condom company for yeah, sure, bro. For sure, yeah. But he's doing his job, man. He is. You know, like 16, 17 touches, two goals. He's done that multiple weeks. He was very good last year. Kicked more goals than games played. So Cam Rayner hasn't been able to achieve that. Yeah in that Brisbane team, but he's starved of opportunity. Like, mm. they are stacked. Yeah. The starting midfield and the starting forward line, he's not ahead of Zach Bailey. Yeah, and he's not ahead of um, Ashcroft already. Yeah. Is he ahead of Link McCarthy? Uh. So, here's my point. He could be yeah. and should be, so that's on him. Yeah. So, yeah, from an outside perspective, if he was like, I'm not getting the opportunity. Human cluggage sailed past him real quick. Real quick, man. Real quick. Yeah, yeah, there's a few players that have. So that's sort of where my concern is. I think when yeah. we go back and look at that draft, you know, in 10 years, will he still be in the top 10? At the moment, no. And can we just say it's opportunity? Yeah. Like, he's got to take it. Yeah. Zach Bailey took it by the horns last year. Yeah, yeah. Because just off the top of my head, Cam Rainer's from the same draft as Andrew Brayshaw, Aaron Norton, um, Bailey Smith, Connor Rosie. Yeah, those guys have grabbed it by the balls, man. Yeah, there's already four players better than him. Yeah. And I haven't even... I'm not looking at the list. There's probably a few more too. So so a lot of those could move to a multitude yeah, of Yeah, Liam clubs. Baker was a rookie draft. There you go. Rookie pick in that year. If any of those guys wanted to move, they've got multiple suitors. Yeah. I'm not sure how many yeah. Cam Rayner has. Luke Davies Uniac. There you go. Same draft. So yeah, there's a plethora, plethora of players. Oh, hey, slow down on those yeah. three-syllable words. Um, <laughs> plethora. That's it. That'll do. Plethora. Near enough. Yeah. Um, back to your game, though. I know you're obviously quite happy with that. Oh, I was proud. Performance. Yeah. Jury's still out on Luke Beveridge for me. Jury's definitely still out yeah. on Luke Beveridge. Um, we, yeah, we scrapped and we, we scrapped and we clawed our way to victory. Um, notwithstanding how sloppy the game was. Yeah, but we, we 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 made sure. Like, where's that? Where's that hunger to fight in defence been for since the ten minute mark of the third quarter in two thousand and twenty one <laughs> grand final? Like, where has it been, Bob? Okay. Because I was really impressed with our 
endeavor to push back, bring numbers back behind the footy and help out. There was way more accountability. That Ed Richards tackle in the first 20 seconds set the tone. As soon as he chased down Ashcroft, I'm like, oh, we're on tonight. Mm-hmm. We're on. Not once in two hours of footy against St Kilda were we close to anything like that. Nothing like that no, at all. No, it was all. a big step up in effort. Yeah, yeah. So that's all we asked for. That's all I certainly asked for last week on the pod while I was cracking the shits yeah. and being a you know a little depresso. Hmm. Yeah, all I wanted was effort. And we, we got four points. I don't, I don't think many expected. I, no one tipped us in our comp. Yeah, I certainly didn't. Nah, Although I didn't. <laughs> pre-game, I did say to you I had a good feeling. Yeah, yeah. The more I thought about it, the more I'm like, okay. Bevo loves, be- we love a fight back game. Okay, so this, here's, yeah. not to pour cold water on your performance. No, no, that's all right. Here's my concern. Yeah. Luke Beveridge is not trading off tactics, he's trading off emotion. Yeah. Not the sign of a fantastic coach, no. in my opinion. No. And that's why you got four points. Yeah. Because it was like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Well, we're good when they're fired up. Well, how come you couldn't get them fired up for round one? Yeah. Or two? You had to wait until the media piled on mm. for the players to start listening yeah. I'm just not sure whatever he's saying is getting through. Yeah. The outside noise did its job. Yeah. And then you had one of the hungriest games I've ever seen from Marcus Bontempelli. Yeah. In terms of output, mm. you know, aggression. Yeah. Not known as a very aggressive player, but he was throwing himself around that night. Yeah. So what it, a bite. It was it was very impressive. Yeah. But you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. if you're gonna trade off emotion, yeah. you've got twenty more games to go. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to work for... Uh, if it works for half of them, you'll be lucky. Yeah. And if it only works for half of them, you're not playing finals. Yeah. So, you, I mean, you're going to... You've played some, t- played some tough opponents already, though. Yeah, yeah. Which is a good thing. Yeah. Mm. Gets real easy this week. We've got Richmond at the G. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin Martin will be back. Well, you know. they didn't look great. They didn't look great. Yeah. I'm not convinced. This could be them. a real slop fest, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the people who thought Richmond would finish top four... Dude, David King still got them at number three in his seedings. I don't understand, man. Oh, I'm still really big on him. I'm I'm huge on him. Okay, cool, dude. Like preseason, I couldn't understand why a team like Richmond yeah. was being prioritised about pinching a top four spot over a team like Carlton. Yeah, who I think is more complete. Yeah, I don't get it. Arguably the on-paper best spine in the comp. Unquestionably the best spine in the yeah, competition. Yeah, okay, there you go. Minus the Ruckman. Yeah, yeah. However, De Koning was he's been okay. Yeah, not shitting it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I must give... There, there's three notable mentions to Brisbane. Three yeah. blokes that tried their guts out for them, and I was really... like Their performance was amazing. So Harris Andrews, best on for them. Yep. Lockie Neal, second. And the burrito. Riley Garcia was sensational for the Brisbane Lions, Bob. Little Riley Garcia. Yeah, so... He nearly single-handedly won him the game. It's really hard to... Hey, where, <laughs> where is he? Where is he? Let me look this up. Because it was it was one of the most staggering statistics I've ever seen. Yeah. So he played two-thirds game time. Yep. And let me just get this correct. <laughs> he was minus six in Supercoach. Yeah. Minus six. Yeah. Two fifty-meter penalties and a free kick in the third quarter. Then in the last quarter, there were moment. Actually, there was a moment in the preseason pod. Yeah, we were talking about some of the guys filling in your team and yeah. why Mitch Wallace's career had been sacrificed. And yeah. I was like, he's retarded, and he's retarded, and he's retarded, <laughs> and he was one of them. Yeah, he's man. genuinely retarded. <laughs> I 
like I kind of take back what I said about Robbie McComb and yeah. a couple of those other guys because you know they're average. Yeah. They're, this guy's shit, dude. Yeah. He's shit. Yeah. Clearly didn't. Cle- clearly doesn't care. Like that was so undisciplined, dude. Like Bont would have wanted to tear his throat out even after the game. It would have been furious with him, dude. Furious. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, McComb, for what it's worth, came on as the sub. Yep. He played 16 minutes. Yep. For 19 super coach points. Like, that's... I know that's not, like, the greatest metric in the world, but <laughs> I've never seen someone negative six yep. when they've actually played the game. Yeah. Like, he was out there playing. <laughs> Yeah, he wasn't. So, he wasn't. The, yeah, Robbie McComb was the sub. It might be Garcia the, was in the starting twenty-two. I, de- I dare say it will be the worst game of football played by any player this entire season. That's yeah. how bad it was, man. I'm gonna. Rory Lobb is not fit, Bob. Well, he's not only not fit. He's, he's not he's, suited to your team. No, and he's not that good. It's a terrible fit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so unnecessary as so well. So I really don't understand what we were doing there. Thanks, Sam Power. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You're the best. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, you had a win. So let's not talk about the bad parts of your team. You had a win. You got four premiership points. Now you've got some momentum. Yeah. I, I'll be tipping you to beat Richmond. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. Do you know what we would have been better off doing, right? So Finley McRae can't get a game at Collingwood. Folding. <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> off. Um, Finley McRae can't get a game at Collingwood. Yeah. You lose Dunkley. We've got tolls, tolls galore. Got heaps. Yeah, just go and bring him, bring him over and play with his brother. Yeah, and just maybe give him, give him, give him a go in Dunkley's role. See how he goes. He's played at the level. He's been in an AFL club for three or four years, but he just plays Magoo's at Collingwood. But now nah, let's go and get Rory Lobb, seven foot bloke who, oh dude, I reckon I, I, oh, I saw him get pushed off the footy, like real easy against um, oh I can't even remember. Might have been Gunston. Um, I reckon I would have shown I would have showed more fight in that contest, mate. No. He was like he was like those blow up fucking things outside car dealerships, <laughs> waving his arms, and he fell over. You know the wind dropped. You know beach ball Garcia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just, oh yeah, floating around. Yeah, offering nothing. Yeah, um, yeah. He's less guts than a donut. That guy. Yeah. The, so yeah, not impressed. But <laughs> the uh, t- the fix that your football team needs. Mm. That I'm not sure why they haven't attacked wholeheartedly for another season. Where's your second fucking ruckman that allows Tim English yep. to go and float as an extra player? You don't need. You've got. Did I or did I not say let's go and get Brody Grundy? Yeah, that's a big piece. A small piece would have been fine, man. Oh fucking! I don't know. What about Tristan you- Cherry? Yeah, yeah. Why didn't you come and get Andrew Phillips off us? Yeah, we only gave him a one-year contract, by the way. Yeah, and he's handy. Mm. I think he'd probably Evan Soldo. He'd be close to the best backup. Callum Coleman Jones. Yeah, you're not going to get. I mean, he plays VFL for North Melbourne. Yeah, so he's not great. Yeah, and they think he's got a lot of potential. (laughs) But there are guys out there that you could have just you could have just nabbed. Yeah, yeah. Um, And that just allows Tim English to go float forward. So if something's not working, well, you can go and drop Alex Keith and move. uh, In a crazy world, the bulldozer. If Bevo wanted to. Send Norton down back yep. for a half to try and secure a game, but still have marking power up yep. forward. If you had a second Ruckman, you can mm. do that. Yeah. And English is shown he can kick set shot goals. And take marks. Take it off, oh, mate. Contested marks. Can he take a mark? Yeah, he's good. Yeah. He's like a, looks like a young Brody Grundy at the moment. Yeah. 
not sure he'll get to the heights. That no, maybe not. Did. He's not. Yeah, he's certainly not as quick. Certainly nowhere near as quick. But God, he can win a ground ball. He yeah. can. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's, he's really impressive. He is an undersized ruckman. Yeah. So his agility is his friend. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see how he goes against the big boys. He, um, I mean, they were, they ended up subbing out um, Darcy Fort. Yeah, yeah. Because they were pretty confident the big O could take it on his own yes. against yeah. Tim English. And yeah. I think that's a little bit of a worry because when you play, Brisbane are one of the better teams, granted, but the teams that have really high quality Ruckman, mm. Frio, yeah. Gold Coast, Melbourne, it might be a bit of a problem. Yeah. Tim English is good around the ground. Yep. Um, but yeah, like we, uh, we took care of St. Kilda in the middle because Sam Draper is such a big body. Yeah. But around the ground, Rowan Marshall, fuck, mm. he's a good player, man. He is good. And Tim English, is, that's what he offers as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, one last thing, Jamari Ugelhagen, five goals, four from free kicks, it must be said. Oh, man. Really nice finishes. Half your team scores from free kicks. Yeah, well, yeah. I know you don't want to hear that. No, no, that's fine. It was that's very fine. biased, that game. It was another good umpiring. Uh, <laughs> it was fucked. Another good, another good. Uh, I see you're umpire. wearing their jersey. <laughs> I am. I'm, I am in my fluoro. Yep, this is my um, dog's alternate shirt. Ha ha, laugh it up, fuckheads. Um, but he made a statement on the night. It's clearly made him feel a bit better, and he's representing his mob. And yep. you know, he had a tough week. Uh, he's pretty pretty emotional, and he 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 fronted up pretty well in the post game, and he he joined Bevo in the press conference as well, which um yeah. Yeah, which was good. Um, really, really good rep. And Arthur Jones, Artie Jones, heaps of energy. Did a lap of honour at the end of the game. Good little kid. So I look forward to seeing him. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing him and Cody Waitman occupying the uh, the crumb work. Where is Waitman? He's two weeks away. Got a groin. And yeah. an attitude, but that's yeah. all right. Yeah. Not nah, he's been here. rooting. He's been rooting. Um, <laughs> I guess. But yeah. But he dives in the sack too. But anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, Collingwood Richmond, dude. Um, let's touch on this game. Well, I was at basketball. Yeah. Um, you didn't miss much, I must say. It yeah. Was, um, it was pretty. It was pretty hard to watch. So I saw the. I was like, oh, the Pies should have absolutely demolished them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And eight fifteen to seven seven. Yeah, I could have watched the last quarter, and I chose yeah. to watch another game of basketball instead. Yeah. If it was dry, I'm telling you right now, I watched the whole game. If it was dry. Collingwood would have been 50 points up halfway through the second. That's shockingly brutal. Yeah. Oh, dude, they were so dominant, it wasn't funny. So what is Richmond it? could not get it forward to centre, dude. Right. So why? Oh, they're just... They're, they're, they're ability to, their ability to attack every contest at speed, at will, with support. They are so in sync right now, Collingwood, it's not funny. Yeah. They're yeah, incredible. They yeah. They're incredible to watch right now. And they just run, they run, they run. And they have zero fear. If they turn it over, they win it back. Multiple times. Multiple times. They, they, they take the corridor on. They take the corridor on. They don't hit every kick. They don't hit every handball. But I'll tell you what, they win the ball back really quickly. They're not trying to hit every kick. No, they're not. They're playing a territory game. Yeah, yeah. So they don't care if they hit all the kicks, to yeah. be honest with you. It becomes a little predictable, but they're too good at it. Where they get the ball off half back. Nathan Murphy was sensational for them. The, the effort. Throwing his big body around. He was good. But they get it on that sort of like half-back flank and quick hands. So Taylor Adams, like just say, it's Taylor, like more often than not, Taylor Adams, Dugowie, Dugowie, Noble, Noble, Pendlebury. And then you just see Crisp. The Fer- he just runs through like a Ferrari. And no, no, no one's, no one's going to stop him. And yeah. he just gets the ball 
and he takes off. He takes off, gives himself 30 metres and hits a target inside 50 more often than not. Um, they're so exciting to watch, dude, and um, they're going to go so deep this season. They're a clear, they're clear top two in the comp, clearly for mine. Um, top two favourite for the flag. Uh, really impressive. Um, yeah, they kept they kept Richmond to nine points in the first half, and then Richmond Richmond went on one of those Richmond sort of momentum runs, but um, Collingwood nullified them as quick as they could and corrected. And Craig McRae's, yeah, once again just showing that. Um, his his sort of calm, calming influence in encouragement of of playing football without fear and 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 with fun is clearly working, and he's galvanised this group. There's not one player that isn't bought in. So that's that's my takeaway. They're going to be really hard to beat. Oh, I think they're going to be terribly hard to beat. Yeah, and that's what I said in the preamble for last week's pod is that they're probably premiership favourite and yeah. have every right to be. Yeah, considering everyone else. Um, you know, has looked shaky at times. Melbourne's yep. had a shaky game. Brisbane have obviously had a shaky game. Geelong are a basket case at the moment. Yeah. Um, God, look, you've never, I've never heard that in my 28 years, 29 years. Geelong are a basket case at the moment. Yeah. That sounds so strange. They are, man. But they are. They're bad at football. But right I now. haven't heard that. Yeah. They yeah. a lot of good talent and the, oh, but we've had outs. We got Tom Stewart back. Yeah. And he was probably your best player. Yeah. This was the moment in the pod, by the way, where Paddy jizzes himself in the car. <laughs> Geelong and no good at football. He's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> Beep your horn, Paddy. Be proud. Um, I want to touch on Tim Torano. Yeah. Uh, so nine clearances, six tackles, three inside 50s, three rebound 50s. Um, yeah, one, one center clearance from 13 attendances. 372 metres gain. You'd want a bit more out of him when all he is is a hack kick at the moment because he's running at 55%, uh, 29 disposals, 12 contested. So Kane Corn said statistically that he's the worst kick in the comp right now. Um, do you see him tidying that up or do you think that this will just continue? Do you think – I'm trying to think historically if he's ever really been a good kick. Well, no. No. He has not. No. He's also never been a centre-bounce midfielder. Well, no, this is like his... full-time. Yeah, yeah. So last year, he averaged roughly four clearances a game. Yeah. But uh, it was probably... It, I don't know. I haven't looked back at, was at the stats, but I'd imagine three and a half of those a game are from stoppages. Yeah. So now he's being asked to do... Because you said 13 CBAs for one clearance. Yeah. That's no good, man. No, no. You got to pull your fucking weight, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, they, they brought you One across- from 13. To be a premium midfielder. Yeah. I, I think they made a mistake there. I know that th- those were the two guys up for grabs. Now, they went without Hopper this week, which was a bit rough. Well, Collingwood wanted him and they ended up with Tom Mitchell. Yeah. Look, look long-term, Taranto was a better prospect. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but win now, Tom Mitchell is proving to be a really nice pickup. So he's not the only one Yeah. Um, from GWS mm. that can't kick the football. Yeah. Tom Green's having problems kicking the football as yeah. well. And I think that's because they, they went through this period of just using their premium players. So Cornelio, Kelly, and Whitfield, who can all kick the football. Yeah. And relying on them to get the job done. Yeah. So they made... They these... just got to get less angry with the umpires, those that mob. Oh, they're fired up. But <laughs> I don't think Taranto came from a system that prioritized a lot of skill development. Yeah. Um, I think that's obvious with some of the GWS players. Well, they just... Now. They played a lot of ping pong footy. They They're involved in... More shootouts than I can remember. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I I don't know what Richmond expect. Mm. 
I think they've got the exact guy that they drafted. They just uh, traded for. They don't have the guy who they hoped they traded for. Yeah. Which was stupid. He's playing exactly like he played at GWS. Yeah. So I think they're way better off prioritizing Liam Baker instead of Tim Torano in center bounce. And maybe maybe allowing Tim Torano to play that high half forward sort of that half forward pinch hit midfield role. You mean the role that he's played for four years, five well, years? Yeah. yeah, that's that's what I mean. Go back to but what they've he was got doing. Dusty. Yeah, I know they've got Dusty. And they think their premiership probably the greatest window to ever open. do that position. Yeah, but <laughs> they think their window is open. Yeah. So they're yeah. like, we'll get this highly talented youngster and put him in this midfield and we'll just make it work. Well, their fans just immediately thought, oh, gee, window's back open, Hopper and Torino, thank you. Yeah, nope. Yeah. Nah, nah. Nope. Nah. But we did say it would take time. There's some, there's some synergy that has to happen and their ruck stocks haven't been... Yeah. Um, and it wasn't it wasn't Tom Lynch's night. It just wasn't. Nah. Nah. Nah, but he's gonna he's gonna break games apart as the season go on. So I'm not concerned about Richmond, but I just don't. You're not. Pardon? You're not concerned. Oh no no no! I'm not concerned as far as I think they'll make finals. I'm yeah. certainly concerned about that. I don't think they'll win the premiership. I don't think they can win the premiership. Yeah, I mean, there's so a if Rich, that makes there's sense. a Richmond supporter somewhere that just said 2017. And yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever, mate. Yeah, we know, we know. Yeah. But that world is gone. Yeah, that was pre-COVID, dude. Mm. Yeah. And the closest we have had to that repeat... The only mask I wore then was my gimp. So, oh. oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Al. Cat's out the bag. The closest we've come to Richmond 2017 <laughs> was Collingwood last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reality is that it it's not really going to work. Yeah. Um, in this day and age. Like, you can't just play... I say that, but Collingwood are doing it. But you can't play push forward at all costs, kamikaze type of footy mm. and think that you'll win enough games if you start the season. I mean, if if you guys beat them this week yeah, and they're one and a half wins after four rounds, yeah, it's not necessarily a disaster. Yeah. But they've got Sydney the week after that. Yeah. Then they've got Melbourne the week after that. Like this starts to get really tricky for them. Um, then you better hope that you beat teams like if they drop to one mid-table team that's below them. One. Yeah. Essendon, Gold Coast. Preseason, you would have said St. Kilda. Yeah. Like any of these teams, if they lose one of those games, mm. we might be looking at a Richmond team that at the bye has three and a half wins. Yeah. So I think they're in massive trouble. Yeah. Um, remains to be seen. That's yeah. Turn your phone off. I did. I fucking went into settings. (laughs) Anyway, but yeah, Richmond team that's on the brink, in my opinion, despite one and a half wins in three rounds of football. Yeah, I'm really concerned about Richmond, but no, I'm not. I am. Oh, yeah. We'll see. If you're right, then I'll change. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If this is three weeks of losses in a row, because they've got three tough. They've got you with some momentum. They got Sydney. Granted, that's an Adelaide Oval. Then they've got Melbourne. If they don't win a single one of those games, man. Mm. They're in trouble. Well, I don't fear them anymore. So nope, that, me either. Nah. 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 And you know that they're likely to probably pull something out of their ass and beat you. Yeah. But it's not a guaranteed. Yeah. It really feels like a toss of a coin playing Richmond nowadays. Yeah. Do you know who I'd love to have in my team, Bob? Nick Vlosten. Oh, sensational. He's so good. I raved about him last year. Yeah. I just love, love watching him. him. I love watching him play footy. He's fucking awesome. Anyway, um... Let's let's uh, address the elephant in the room here. Um, umpire descent, Bob. G'day, Carrie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go on. 
Umpire descent, Bob. So I was watching this game, and I was I was willing the Giants home. I wanted them to win. Um, yeah, clearly because it's Carlton against Carlton. <laughs> sure. Yeah, but um, no, I just you know, I was, I was, yeah, they they were putting the effort in, and Carlton were just so sloppy in front of goal. Like what was it nine? Nine goals, twenty. Yeah. Okay. Given eight of them were rush behinds. Yes. But that goes to that go like rush behinds tells me that the forward fifty entry is not amazing. Not great. No. no. So it mate probably easy punches across the line and whatnot. But um. So Stephen Canelio put his arms out and said, "How is that? How is that not a free kick?" He goes, "How is that not a free kick?" Yeah. And. I'm watching it right now. Yeah. And the umpire blows the whistle immediately and goes and goes um free free kick descent. And Lockie Whitfield's like, who me? Not until after Jesse Botlock kicks the sealer does Lockie Whitfield realise it's not him. It's Stephen Caniglio, as the umpire called him. Um explains it. And the explanation play it, Bob. You've got it in front of you, do you? No, you don't. Um yeah, he goes, yeah, yeah, Whitfield goes, oh, is that, uh, what was that for? Oh, Stephen Caniglio put his arms out and he said, how is that not a free, how is that not a free kick? And Whitfield goes, really, really? that's worth a goal? And he goes, yeah, that's dissent. That is dissent. I think he said questioning the decision, which is dissent. Yeah. Uh, what, something to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, Lockie Whitfield was just so bemused, just rolled his eyes and he's oh, shaking ahead. That's piss um, week. That's yeah, gi- yeah, Giants were robbed, mate. Yeah, that's that's the way I saw it. Robbed, were, of, robbed, robbed. of a chance, yeah. Yeah. There was still a bit of time left in the game. There was. Anything can happen. Mm. It, it, but that's a decision that just ruined the game. It ruined the game. Took oh. the wind out of my sails, and I have no, I have no, you know, invested interest in either. Yeah, I hope we don't have to revisit this. Yeah. I mean, what you'd love to ask that umpire. It's like, can you put your rule book away for a second? Yeah. And stop being a fucking robot. Yeah. They, so many of them are as well. Yeah. And yeah. actually, we'll stay on the umpires for a bit because yeah. I have a couple of points to make about these these Muppets who you support. Yeah. The, Fuck um, off. <laughs> <laughs> you're wearing the jersey, mate. I'm not interested. Um, I mean, the, the goal's being kicked. You know you're going to go back to the center. Yeah. No one's really capturing it on the mic. You're not really going to get embarrassed on the yeah. camera or anything like that. Like, why don't you just say to him, all right, all right, mate, that's enough, and just jog back the other way. Yeah. If he's not swearing at you, yeah, yeah, calling you a dickhead, yeah, let it go, yeah. Now I don't. Well, want... they they used an example like two minutes later, Mitch McGovern. Did you see that one? There's been a few moments yeah. of dis- potential dissent, yeah, yeah. But that umpire obviously took offence in that moment to something in yeah, particular. God, now. There's got to be a consistency here. I agree. One can't, one can't have a, a different interpretation to another when preseason we we were told that these umpires are umpiring together for the year. Like, there's got to be synergy there. On balance. So he's Joe Danaher of that crew. <laughs> and the other umpire that didn't call it Mitch McGovern mm. is Lockie Neal. That's the situation we've got ourselves here. After <laughs> the the addition of an extra field umpire to stop them running as far. And then, I mean, we were told yeah. they'll be under less fatigue. It will help them make better decisions. Yeah. Last year... Some of the decisions they made felt like, like 
they were smoking crack at a funeral. Yeah. Like, bro, you really shouldn't be doing that. Well, like, these you, are really poor decisions. Dude, they're doing the same shit again. Yeah, yeah. Like, so you and I were watching Easter Monday, Gunston and Tom Mitchell point to the scoreboard, 50 metres, Geelong goal. Yeah, that was shocking. Yeah. So I'm not sure that the AFL, after this incident, can tell us that we're not slightly headed back there. Yeah. I've seen some people point to the scoreboard, though, as well. Yeah. It's because it's an instinct. Yeah, of course You're it is. You're penalising people for instinct, yeah. not for... for thought through yeah you know negative content towards the it's, umpire it's it's real time feedback isn't yeah. it yeah yeah it's look it's There's, more than you can do it demonstratively or you or you or, or you don't have you ever seen any baseball clips where they throw them out for like ridiculous reasons some of them are ridiculous man i was watching one the other week yeah and the <laughs> the freaking umpire calls it a strike and the batter just turns around and looks at him doesn't say a single thing yeah. and goes like Little tilt of the head, yeah, and turns back, and the guy threw him out. Yeah. <laughs> so it can go way further. Yeah, yeah. We also get what happens in soccer, where there's like six guys. Basically, it looks like the start of a porno. They're trying to rip his shirt. Off. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Genuine the, blow bang. How are they allowed to go up and touch the referee like that? Yeah, yeah. How is that allowed? Yeah, I'd no in idea. a professional league, that's yeah. monstrous. Anyway, and the referee doesn't even dive and roll over, does he? <laughs> God, they're to fucking... be fair, dude, they murder those motherfuckers in like some South American like yeah, games. Yeah. Like, I would not want to do that job. Burn effigies of them and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck that. But Raleigh Garcia's mob. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Old Cancun. I would. Uh, <laughs> I would hate if AFL got to the point that soccer is at. Yeah, but I'd hate if it got to the point baseball is at. Yeah. But maybe somewhere like the NBA. Yep. They probably lip off a little bit too much in the NBA, but enough to be like, come on, man, what was that? And the umpire's like, we'll let you get your frustration yeah. out for a second. Now, the Jack it- Higgins one was clearly dissent on the weekend. Oh, I didn't really pay that much attention yeah. to it. Oh, he threw his arms everywhere, shaking his head, going nuts in the goal square. Yeah. Th- yeah. So there's. They let that off. But I'm happy for that to get let off. He's got brain Players damage. are allowed to. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> <laughs> players are allowed to uh, you know he's milked it before yeah. surely oh well, he's his heart's always a thousand see this scar yeah we already <laughs> you don't have to point to it i heard you speak i know what's going on <laughs> well you, we know his heart's racing a thousand minutes per second I, so. the hummingbird yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kick four goals, the cheeky bastard. Yeah, really ah, he's a crafty little bugger. He kept popping that stupid collar, and I oh, we like, loved the pop collar. Oh, dude, I, I thought was, he was Dennis Lilly. That I bloke. said, I said to um, Mike, okay, if I see him in the street, yeah, I go, hey, you go, and I'm gonna pop his collar and then slap him across the <laughs> face, really hard, yeah, yeah, like a full pimp slap, where he's like, what the fuck? Was yeah, that? it's like that's right. Yeah, he thought he was fucking Dennis Lilly, didn't he? Really, yeah. he loved it. Bit, bit of Jeff Thompson, he loved yeah. it. He would have been that kid at primary school that like tucked the Legionnaires part of the hat yeah. up so it was just a cap, collar popped. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We, were, we were a pretty cool bunch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you have fun in foundation maths today, Jack Higgins? I certainly did. <laughs> I played Tetris for 40 minutes. Dude, I wouldn't be surprised if those foundation math classes were half Jack's, half, I don't know, Jaden's. <laughs> Jack, yeah. Yeah, well... 
I did VCAL and he went to TAFE. Like, so. if, you, if your name's Henry, <laughs> yeah. you're not in foundation maths. No, no, you're the ducks. Yeah. You're the ducks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the Wayne Carey of academia. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. too good, too good. The showdown, Bob. Yeah, well, I didn't get to see most of it. I did watch the last 10 minutes. Yeah. Our game had finished and, um, of course, flicked over. Lovely. Oh, yeah. So tell me, like, I mean, it looked riveting. Yeah, it was riveting. Yeah, I was start to finish. Yeah. yeah, it was sensational. Um, it never really fails to disappoint either. Um, the pro- I-, I will say, I, w- I will start off by saying the prison bar jersey looked sensational, dude. Um, so I, for one, obviously I've got no problem with them wearing it whenever the hell they want. Cause quite frankly, I think, yeah, it's a thing of beauty, man. But, um, anyway, I will, I will start off by saying that, um, yeah, this was anyone's game for three quarters. Um, both teams, both teams in patches played really scintillating football. The pressure, the pressure gauge was through the roof. I remember they put the pressure up and, um, yeah, it was nearly off the meter, both teams. Um, it felt like a, it felt like a prelim. It was so good to watch. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, just huge performances from particular Adelaide players. So Rory Laird yet again, just brilliant. But, um, I can't see how Riley Thilthorpe gets kicked out of this team from now on. I I think you just keep playing this kid Mm -hmm. because, um, big stage, High pressure, high stakes. Like this means a bit more than four points. Winning a winning a showdown, it means a bit more. And um, boy, he just showed up. He was he was awesome to watch. This young kid, and um, you know he he was in the same draft. He was the pick after I believe he was the pick after Jamara Uglehagen. And um, man, if Jamara Uglehagen put a performance like this together, you know, more than once every three months, I mean, I'd be. Over the moon, yeah. Um, this, <laughs> this kid's um, this kid's quite special, I think, and uh, there's a massive future for him. Yeah. Um, which leaves me think, like, um, yeah, I think they're in a good spot with him because Tex Walker's certainly in the twilight of his career, still playing good enough football. But um, yeah, I mean, him and Fogarty, like, it's a nice little, it's a nice little bit of insurance going forward, mm-hmm. knowing that you know, or assurance, it's probably the right word. Um, going forward that, you know, you've got your key stocks set up pretty nicely. And he's part of that nice little, they, they've just drafted well. So they've, they've in the last few years, so Darcy Fogarty in 2017, pick 12, I think. Riley Thilthorpe, pick two in the 2020 draft. Yep. Josh Rochelle, mm-hmm. they traded and got Isaac Rankin in. Mm-hmm. Um, and this Luke Peddler kid and um, Saligo. Saligo looks good, man. Saligo does look good. Yeah. So I think, I think their list build is looking really nice. In in that part, well, it's certainly the front half of the ground. Yeah, their back, their backs, their backs leave a lot to be desired. Like Jordan Butts, I don't know if a he's up to it. A lot to be yeah, desired. Yeah, so they need to shore that up real quick. But yeah, I don't know if it's so much. A, it's not so much a list build that they've just been shit yeah. since twenty eighteen. Mm. Yeah, like they really when you shit for well, they've clearly years, stopped man, camping. I mean, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they've been glamping this mob. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, when you're that bad. For that long, of course, you get high draft picks. Yeah, you know, and now and a couple of them have had a few years. And yeah, um, yeah, but unlike, s- but you're still going to get it right at the draft. Unlike your mob, who basically stole a high draft pick, but that's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. That system's gone now, isn't it? Yeah, How it's gone after that year. Yeah, it's very convenient. It's fucking bullshit. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, it's a disgrace. But anyway, 
Um, so he had 11 disposals, three marks, five goals. Yeah, it's special. Yeah, yeah. And the goals he kicked were sensational. Did you see his snap around the body from like 50? Um, I saw a highlight of all three of his goals. So yeah. yes, I did. Did I say five goals? Yeah, he did. He kicked five goals. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But um, so Jordan Dawson won the showdown medal. Yeah, you're, you weren't happy with that. No, no. So I, I, from what I watched, he was probably the fifth best on for Adelaide. Um, there could only be one man that won this showdown medal, and it's Isaac Rankin. He is so special, dude. I love everything about him. And I picked him picked him at preseason to break into the top 20 of forwards in the comp. And we've had three rounds, and if he keeps this up, then he's in it. He's just in it. And he's 22 years old, man. Yeah. This is really exciting. He's going to put bums in seats for the next six to ten years in that in uh, at Adelaide Oval, and I said preseason. He's got he's got the ceiling to sort of make you know turn the Eddie Betts pocket into the Isaac Rankin one, but he's way more than that. He gets up the ground, he, he tackles hard, he yep. puts pressure on, he wins hard balls. So his game was seventeen disposals, five tackles, three of them inside fifty. He had nine contested possessions, and in a high pressure game, he had a disposal efficiency of eighty eight percent. He had three clearances from stoppage, five, four inside 50s, and no turnovers. He did not turn the footy over, Bob. How many touches did he have? 17, nine contested, no turnovers. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. But the most important thing, four goals. Four crucial goals. He's a match winner, this guy. Yeah. Well, he did that. He's only um, he's done four goals twice yeah. before. So, you know, he's hitting... The top range of yep. his past performances. Yeah. But breaking into the top 20 requires sustained efforts at that level. Yeah. So, so well, in his last two seasons, he's done four goals yep. once per season. Yeah. So he's going to do that a couple of times this yep. year to be a top 20. So my main reason why I was keeping a really keen eye on him with this trade across from Adelaide was it's the high money. It's, you know, he's on big money. He's the highest paid player at Adelaide. Yeah. Most likely. Most likely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when that when when you're getting paid, your your expectations are through the roof, and especially in a two team town, the dog eat dog town like Adelaide, yeah, where nowhere to hide, you have to perform. And you know the early evidence shows. I mean, that's a massive. That's apart from playing finals, that's the biggest game of the year for Adelaide, the showdown, and um, and he tore it apart. So yeah. clearly, he's embracing the pressure so far. But it's obviously it's super early days. But um, fuck, I love this kid, man. He's really good. Yeah, he's special. I was I was gutted that he didn't get it, make his way to the bombers. Yeah. Um, even though we'd offered him, I think it was reported we offered him like eight hundred a year. Yeah. Um, and they were offering him more than that. So. I think he's on nine hundred at Adelaide. Fuck. Yeah, but now, Zach Williams is. He's on nine hundred. Yeah, too. but these are all bad <laughs> contracts. Yeah, yeah. You know that yeah. Bont's not. No. Zach Merritt's not. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of guys that aren't on that money. Yeah, Bont's on $100,000 more than Isaac Rankin. Man, imagine the money. Is Merritt a million-dollar man at Essendon? No. No, no. No It'd way. It'd be seven fifty, yeah? Um, $700? i am not sure how much he re-upped for, but neither him nor Parrish are on a yeah. million dollars. Yeah, Bont's on a million. No, he's not, is yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, his four-year deal, he signs a million. Yeah. Oh, it is? Yeah. yeah. Okay, right. Yeah. I thought he took a slightly lesser. No, no. Oh well. No, nah, no. Nah. He looked Luke Power in the eye, and he go and, and meet Baines and Beveridge. You go, pay me fucking a million. I am your guy. Look Luke Power in the eye. Yeah. Sam Powell. What did I say? 
Luke Power. Oh, the better one. Oh, sorry. If only we <laughs> had Luke Power. The better one. Oh, fucking oath he is. The Bris- fucking oath he is. Brisbane Premier Sorry, hero. Sam Power. Coward. <laughs> um, yeah, Luke Peddler, three goals from his 17. Uh, Jordan Dawson. So here's Jordan Dawson's numbers. He won the, he won the showdown medal. Um, oh, by the way, I'm going to put it to you. I, I want the showdown medal renamed. And I know I know they should probably morph, you know, a Crows player with a Port Adelaide player. But if I had my choice right now, I'd call it the Robbie Gray medal. Because he's won the most. Okay. Yeah. But um, let me, I'll have to do a bit of history check. But he's just from one club though. No, I know. That's what I mean. I need to find an Adelaide player. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know if it's fucking Rashudo or McLeod. Or, McLeod. Yeah, I'd go Gray, the McLeod Gray medal or the Gray McLeod medal. Met, met, fuck. The Grey McLeod medal. A me, 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 a me, yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. Andy Marr. Going full Andy Marr on you. The Grey McLeod. Grey yeah. McLeod. The Grey McLeod medal. It's better than the Grey Rusciuto, which yeah. is what he's about to be. Old yeah. fuck. <laughs> fuck, anyway. he's hard to listen to, dude. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh I'll tell you yeah, what, boys. No, boys. It's a bit dewy out here, I tell you. The ground's in great, Mick. Yeah. What is this, man? <laughs> Yeah, tell you what, boys, it's pretty fierce down here at ground level. Crowder up and about. Crowder up and about. You know what I saw? Um, There was a TikTok that uh, surfaced. The Adelaide Crow supporters, Port home game. So, obviously, Port got priority seating. Mm-hmm. There's a stack of Adelaide fans, dude, straight after the siren. Do you know what they were singing? Good old Kalewa forever. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, it was awesome, dude. The faces, the Port Adelaide fans. I, I, yeah. We we spoke about it. I thought there was going to be. I thought it was going to be like Woodstock '99 up in that shit. Were there any uh, any footage emerge of punch ons in the? Uh... No, nah, no footage emerged. But gee, there was there were tussles on ground. There were real tussles on ground. Yeah, it was heated. It was bloody awesome, mate. Oh, Todd Marshall, your boy, our boy. Mm. Did you see his physicality nah. with that young Adelaide kid, dude? Yeah. All right. After the pod, I'm going to show you. Please he do. absolutely. Taught this kid a new one. I forgot his name, but credit to him, he came back on the ground. I would have been, I would have been in hospital. Most of us would have been in hospital. Todd Marshall Goldberg, this kid man, right. Goldberg him, and he was like on the ground, like I am dying yeah, right I, now. I love Todd Marshall. Man. Yeah, he hit. Yeah, he hit it. He hit the contest real hard. But um, here's your here's your um showdown medalist. Eighteen disposals at seventy two percent. Two tackles, one clearance, seven inside 50s, two rebound 50s. But there's got to be more to the story. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he he led the charge in the second half. Like, he was an integral part of their, you know, of them solidifying their win. Mm-hmm. Five touches in the third, four touches in the... Well, not really. I noticed him. Like, he's clean. Yeah, but you're looking at the the. I'm looking stats. at the numbers. I'm going full David King on you right now. I know. Yeah. Because yeah. if I told you Jamara stats and I was like, someone kicked five goals and four of them were from free kicks, you'd be like, oh, well, it's not that impressive. Because he no, but no, it's not impressive. No, it's not that no, impressive. That's why I said four from free kicks before. Well, you knew I'd Why are you coming at me like that? You knew, I would, you knew I'd go after you. That's yeah, why. no shit. Why the, <laughs> fuck would I, why the fuck would I pretend it was something it's not? Come with your armor on. But um, yeah, Jordan, Dawson, Jordan Dawson's a great player. But um, yeah, I don't know if this reward was retrospectively because obviously he won the showdown after. Yeah, so. I only saw the last 10. So, yeah. so I'm um, probably not going to go back and watch yeah. it now. Um, Sam, Sam Powell Pepper was amazing for Port Adelaide. Um, 15 disposals, three tackles, three goals. Yeah, and just, uh, just forward front half pressure was 
off the charts. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, we should probably give Hawthorne some credit. Oh, they deserve it. Yeah. They do, don't they? Yeah, they do. Very much so. Did, the Apprentice beat the Master. Did you watch that game? No. I've watched the mini, so I got enough of a... Yeah. Dude, Dylan Moore. He's your boy. I'm going to give it... it, it You've been pumping him up for a while. I've been pumping him. There was the back end of last year. I was really big on him. I was super surprised when he got named vice captain as well. Yeah. Um, is he vice or is he deputy? Anyway, whatever. one of them, dude. What he's a in game! The leadership group. What a game! He's a very, very talented player. Yeah. But my concern is the amount of opportunity that's going to be available this year if they kept playing like they did in round one and two. Mm. They sorted that out. Some of the messaging throughout the week was... Quite... LDU was a massive out for North. Yeah. 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 Well, the, okay. I know North had two wins, but the problem will exist as soon as they have injuries. Yeah. Because they have no depth. Zero. None. No. Like the 27th player on that AF, on that list yeah. should not be playing AFL football. Yeah. yeah. And that's the problem with yeah. North. Now there'll be some North supporters will be like, but so-and-so is not that bad. No. They're bad. Yeah. Like when you go through and look at who replaces who when you get outs, yeah. they get progressively bad real quick. Yeah. It's super unimpressive. Yeah. So they it's because they've had a bit of an exodus and then trading out some players at the wrong time, but whatever. Yeah. Like Callum Coleman Jones in the VFL is one of their most exciting prospects. Yeah. So is what it is. But um there was a lot of I saw Sam Mitchell on a program last week. Basically, not apologizing for the performances. No, no. And saying, there's been some bad times. There'll be more bad times. Yeah. But there'll also be good times and they're coming. You know, we are going to win games of football this year. But the way in which he said it sounded so desperate. Mm. But I thought the messaging was quite good. Yeah. But a lot of coaches would have gone out there and said, well, you know, I think if we clean up this area and clean up this area and clean... And he just didn't even get stuck into the specifics of what was actually wrong with their system. Yeah. He yeah. just said, it'll come. Yeah. Like, it'll happen sometime. But we're getting that rhetoric from Chris Scott, Ken Hinckley and the like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They're brushing over the issues. Sam Mitchell's addressing them. Sam Mitchell is addressing them. Um, sorry, I was just looking up. Isaac Rankin got 10... Coaches' votes. Yes. Riley Thilthorpe got seven. Yep. Jordan Dawson got five. Which five. Which means both coaches thought he was decent. Yeah. Anyway, massive digression. The um... <laughs> <laughs> Let's go fuck myself. Well, there's got to be more to the story than... Yeah. Well, I... He had 18 average I still noticed like... him. Yeah. Yeah. But to say Ali and I were shocked when his name got called, because we both watched the entire game, we went, huh? Yeah, it doesn't sound like he was the best player on the ground. Yeah. But... Yeah. Um, yeah. So Hawthorne, their center clearance work, which was deplorable in the first two weeks. Yeah. At times, there was a couple of center bounce in the first quarter. They won a few clearances against us. Yeah. And then proceeded to get their fucking pants pulled down for the next three quarters. It was <laughs> embarrassing, man. Yeah. What we did to them in the middle, and then the same thing happened the second week in a row. But Sydney are a very, very good team. Yeah. And then they turn around and they win the clearance battle. Yeah. And by committee as well. Yeah. Not relying on any one person. Um, Ned Reeves doing an okay job as a ruckman. Will Day having a great game. Yep. Josh Ward chipping in. Lloyd Meek as the backup ruckman got four clearances. James Warple got four. Like a whole bunch of guys rotating. 
through that stoppage work to chip in. And yeah, um, yeah North were left to good old Ben Cunnington doing the heavy lifting again. This is why their midfield's actually in, in trouble. Yeah. Um, unless they, they get a little bit better at it because their next best clearance player was Hugh Greenwood. Mm. Well, you know, I know LDU has been sensational, but man, if that's all you've got, yeah, you're looking at, I'm trying to think of a team who maybe, maybe early, maybe early Paddy Cripps. Yeah. Like Mark Murphy was washed up and they couldn't play him. And then all of a sudden they had. So Ben Cunnington's Mark Murphy to Luke right? Davies Uniacs, Paddy Cripps. Right. Yep. And then the next best player was Ed Kerno. So that's Joss Simkin. Something to that effect. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I get what you mean. Just, yeah. there was, Josh Simpkins good. It was like, geez, you guys get thin quick. Yeah. And yeah, that North team's sort of in that position, whereas um, Hawthorne are rolling these youngsters through there. So some weeks it'll work, some weeks it won't. Yeah, Cam McKenzie, dude. But it was, oh, I like him. Yeah, man. I liked him against us. Yeah. I thought he showed a lot of promise. Yeah, yeah. Very excited about I think he's, um, he could be. I don't think they've announced the Rising Star nomination, but I'd be shocked if it wasn't him. Yeah, yeah. agreed. yeah. I tell you who it could have been. Um, oh, I say could have. So we've had Sheasel mm. and we've had Ashcroft. Ashcroft, yeah. It felt like it was Philippou's turn. Yeah, did nothing. Yeah, against us, yeah, did absolutely nothing. Yeah, that's not a huge clip though. These things happen. I'm sure he'll get one at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mackenzie probably deserved it. His mum would. Oh. <laughs> You're big on that. Oh, big on You're it. Big on it. Big on it. Um, yeah, Mackenzie had 20 touches. Nearly half of them contested and was, um, yeah, pretty impressive, I thought. Yep. Um, and yeah, I really liked him against us. So my point is that Hawthorne, they scored a lot from the stoppage work, but it's because that North stoppage unit yep. is not very good, man. Mm. And on a small ground where you can't get opened up out the fat side by getting a, by getting, you know, big quick switch. Nice drop. You're welcome. Uh, you mean the Jack Daniels or <laughs> both? All of the above, brother. Lovely drop. <laughs> the um, yeah, the fact that it was at Tasmania means that if you win the clearance battle, you control the territory, and then it's it's very hard to get counterattacked against, and that's that's what happens every time you play a game in Tasmania. Pretty yeah. much. I mean, no one's kicking 110 points in Tasmania. No, it doesn't. I mean, maybe it's happened once, but like it's it's just not a thing you expect. So yeah, 80 to 60. You know, it's a good performance. Yep. But you can't play in Tassie every week. And as proud as I am of that Hawthorne footy club, man, this weekend, Geelong on the MCG Easter Monday. Mm. What wow. an opportunity wow. for them. Dude, if they win this, I will give them proper maximum yep. credit. Yeah. Because it's a real team on a real football ground. Yeah. Real team. Not that North haven't been good. Yeah. I, I th- but this is still the reigning premier we're talking about. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Let's get to the reigning premier, Bob. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Panic stations, dude. I called you last week. Yeah. I didn't say it on the pod, but I called you on like Wednesday. Yep. And said to you, "Well, they can't win the flag because they can't be top four. Yeah. And I know now you, we're questioning whether they can make the eight. Well, I know you didn't a hundred percent buy in at the yep. time. Um. So our good friend who listens to the podcast, Sam. Bob, you're not buying any stocks in Geelong right now, are you? No, and I don't know why I should. Yeah. They were, they're fucking Bitcoin, mate. Yeah. It's all hype. Yeah. yeah, it was good for 12 months. Dude, they're ripple. It's all hype. Ripple. Yeah. No, I um, I said to you 
they've lost two games. Yeah. Sure, it's only two games. Which they were good. They were, they were good against Collingwood. They got overrun. Yep. Yep. They were okay against Carlton without being brilliant. Yep. Well, Carlton haven't been that good. No. No. That's the issue. So that's the issue. Yep. They were terrible against Gold Coast, dude. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. But, but obviously before that game, I said to you, they can't be top four, mm. which means they probably, history says they won't win the flag again. Yeah. And my concern was that, you know, this year we've got 23 games of football. I really thought that to be top four, you'd have to win 17 games. Yeah. As like a minimum, mm. pretty much. Mm. Might get lucky and it might be 16. I was just thinking, can Geelong win 17 out of the next 21 games of football? And in my head, I was like, the way I, what I just watched, the answer is absolutely not. Yeah. Now they might win 15. Mm. It might be 16, but now you've got to win 16 out of your next 20 games, maybe to just have a sniff at being top four. Yeah. Do you think Geelong can win 75% of their games going forward after what you've just saw on the weekend? No. Me either, man. No. They're, run that they will have to have will be so enormous. And they if have- they won the flag this year, though, <laughs> it'd be the greatest flag of all time. Well, they got a couple. Of, they got a couple of softies now. Yeah, um, I say softies, but Hawthorne. Dude, I consider Gold Coast a softie. Yeah, so yeah, did I. and they they were dismal. So, so they got Hawthorne and West Coast. Yeah. Then they... We play them in June, dude. They'll be flying by then and they'll beat us. Yeah. I just know that's going to be... How much the... does it suck? It sucks, dude. And yeah. Because half of the fixturing is just luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So they've got... They'll be flying when we get them. Well, I'm hoping they play Melbourne after that and then they play us. I'm hoping they are banged up still with yeah. their bodies like something. I hope Tom Hawkins still looks like this. Yeah. So when the crunch came, Patrick Dangerfield's in the forward 50. Why is that? Is it because he's old and slow? Is he? Is he not conditioned? I don't know. Dude, he's the captain. He should be in the guts. Yeah, I don't know. He had a he had a big first half. Yeah, and was very impactful. And then little to no influence. It was pretty shit. Yeah. Sorry, first half. I'm gonna say first quarter. Yeah. I feel like the first quarter was like nine touches and a goal, and he finished with 19 touches. Does that sound correct? Yes. He had five touches in the second half. Oh man. <laughs> Let me just. I'm just pulling it up now. Yeah, first quarter, nine disposals and a goal. Second quarter, five disposals. Then three, then two. No. And he's played a fair chunk of game time. He's played something like... 90 minutes. Well, he's played about 80%. 80%, 115 minutes, so roughly about 80%. That's that's kind of unacceptable. Tom Stewart didn't miss a beat. No, he's such a not. superstar. Yeah, he's a yeah. genuine superstar. Yeah. One of the best defenders in the, in the league, full stop. Top yeah. five yeah. Um, for me. Yeah. And when you're at that level, it's a, it's a chook raffle to see who'll have the best yeah. season. So. And Isaac Smith just tries his guts out. Yeah. Yeah. It will, Jeremy who, Cameron, three okay. goals, three. Who has been... Actually, I think that's obvious. Yeah. Has Jeremy Cameron been their best player across the first three weeks? Yeah. 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 Who's their second best player? Isaac Smith. Who's their third... Starting to wear a little thin here. Without, yeah, right. Yeah. Without having to look at stats, it is not obvious. Yeah. Because you've got to go off stats. Yeah. yeah well, you have to. Yeah. They don't have cohesion amongst no. their units. Their forward line is not cohesive. Their I'm going to have to say. I'm probably going to have to say maybe Zach Guthrie. Like he's had to mop up a lot of mess, dude. Shocking. Yeah. 
I can't Cam Guthrie, probably both Guthries, third and fourth, mm-hmm. whatever order you want. I don't know. Well, the one the one thing that's going to plague them is that it's not Tom Hawkins. Yeah. I know he had a toe injury. Dude, they need to rest him and get him right. He needs a mini preseason. He does, yeah. He's slow. Yeah. He's unfit. Now's the time. You've got to pull the trigger. You've got Hawthorne and West Coast. So what's the issue, man? Do you get him right for the Melbourne game? Do you think that he let himself go after the grand final? Maybe. I know he's had an injury, but I mean, you don't have to run that far. Like if he was mildly unfit, but was still tuned up. Yeah. He Dude, looks... Jack, Jack Rewalt's old and banged up, but he is fit as a fiddle still. Yeah, he yeah. is. Now, Tom Hawk's always been a big fella, but yeah. he looks heavy. Heavy, yeah. Like, real heavy yeah. right now. So, yeah, Real heavy. Dude, he's had 17 kicks for the year. Yeah, yeah. And only had three goals, none on the weekend. Yeah. That's bad, man. Mm. They're in big trouble. Yeah. I know Jeremy, Jeremy. Jeremy Cameron might be the best player in the comp. Certainly the best forward in the comp at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, he's the best player in the comp for me. But where, I said it last week. Where are any other of their forwards? They're not make. They're not going to make the impact that they normally do. Unless well, they're just not getting the supply. Well, that's true. They're not getting the supply, but it's also built around Tom Hawkins being Tom Hawkins. Yeah. This is why this team was always going to fall. Yeah. When it when it broke, it, they were going to fall hard. Yeah. Because their midfield is unconvincing. Their forward line relies on two superstars, and Tyson Stengel had a great year last year. Yeah. But if all of a sudden. Tom Hawkins isn't leading up the ground and his man can get off. Yeah. And go and impact contests. Well, he's fucked then, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's not going to get the supply. He might mm. get the second best defender some weeks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just think they've got issues. Yeah. They've got issues. But yeah, those issues are easily corrected by putting away Hawthorne this week, West yeah. Coast next week, and then maybe people will stop talking about them. But um, all the hard work ahead of them. Mm. Uh, and as a matter of fact, so do we. Let's take a quick break. Yep. Come back, touch on Melbourne's performance against Sydney. Yep. We're also going to do a uh, little little oh. cheeky bonus, which we'll share with everyone once we come back from the break. Uh, we're going to do our vote, yep. our MVP vote, and some branding around as well. Fantastic. So Look forward to it. Quick break. We'll be all right back. Beautiful. Hey there, Fatside family. Jacko and I want to thank you for supporting the program and listening every week. We'd love if you could jump on our socials, give us a like, and of course, make sure that if you're listening through Spotify, that you hit that bell button so you get the pod as soon as it drops, fresh, every single week. We will be here every round of 2023. Thanks again. Let's get stuck back into it. Because Isaac Rankin's got that. It's like, he got rid of the tips, the Justin Timberlake tips. Yeah. But now... I called him, I know he's not fully white, but white trash Anakin Skywalker. Because <laughs> there's one stupid braid just at the back. Yeah. What is that, mate? It's not even a rat tail. Like, it's too high. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan. Yeah, it's, it's not ideal. Anyway, before we left for the break, we did say we were going to touch on the Melbourne-Sydney game. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I tip Sydney in this game. Now I feel really stupid. Yeah. I tip Melbourne and I feel really clever. Did the grand final repeat, the return to the MCG factor into your tip? Yes, a little bit, yeah. 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 I didn't And I and I <clears throat> I said it last week, good teams don't lose two in a row. I'm a big believer in that and Melbourne corrected um their shortcomings the week before. Mm. Yeah, they, they corrected it beautifully. I just thought 
you know, no, no Gorn makes life a little bit easier. And I thought Sydney's defense, although they've had some soft kills to start the year. Yeah. I really thought that they would just be able to offer up a bit more than that. Soft kills aren't good preparation, man. No, they're not good prep, but I didn't think Melbourne were that tuned up either. Yeah. Um, the thing about well, Melbourne both, is their... Both their wins are 50-point wins, Melbourne. That's true. Mm. Mm. They're big time, aren't they? Yeah. So when they, it's going to be the story of 20, like it was in 2021. When they grab a hold of you, you're done. Yeah. Like if they, yeah. act, if they put, if they dig the claws in, yeah. you're going to suffocate slowly. God, it sucks. We have to wait another like eight or nine weeks for King's birthday. King's birthday. King's birthday. Yeah. yeah. It will be one of the matches of the season. No yeah. doubt. Mm. Yeah. Because I can't see Melbourne dropping off for any particular reason. Nah, nor, nor would Collingwood. Mm. Yeah. But no, Sydney, I um, was pretty disappointed with the work of their midfielders. I, I, yeah. They got, I know that Melbourne are better, have a better midfield, but they were pretty soundly beaten. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Callum, Callum Mills, Callum Mills number ref, numbers reflect pretty nicely. But I mean, Chad Warner, Luke Parker, Errol Golden, like just no, like James Rowbottom, like nothing. Like yeah. really little impact. Yeah, I think I, I think I said that in the preseason that I'm pretty unconvinced by someone like James Robot Bottom to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah, oh, so am I. Oh yeah. And yeah. the you know the letting George Hewitt go. Mm. Um, I did think it would hurt them, although it didn't look like it last year. No, no. And I was sort of made to eat my words. You know, it didn't like last year in the preseason. I was bullish on the fact that letting go of Jordan Dawson and George Hewitt was going to cost these guys. And, you know, Alirali the year before. Right. Yeah. They've let go of a lot of talent. Yeah. For not much in return. Mm. Not high draft picks, <clears throat> you know, second rounders at best, really. Yeah. yeah. And I just thought that they would pay the price. But they were big on guys like Robottom and Will Hayward. Will Hayward, who got a, a rap from Kane Corns and then, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I ticked my um, anytime goal scorer. Yeah. So good on him. But, but didn't do a lot. Nah, nah. Whereas, you know... Papley still good. Mill's still good. Parker did what he could. Yeah, yeah. Um, Buddy even kicked two. But yeah, their fringe players are just not up to... Like when the, when the going got tough, their fringe players weren't up to they it. They weren't up to it. And all. it was the story of the grand final and it was the story... Yeah. What are we? Six, seven months later as well. Yeah. Same story. Yeah. So yeah, very disappointed in Sydney. I think we pretty much touched on every other game except for... Um, the Western Derby, which we were talking earlier, those injuries now are yep. brutal. Yeah. Real brutal for Simo. Yeah. That he had to suffer that. Um, and he had the comment that he turned around and looked at the bench and there was no, yeah. one, no one there to speak to. And oh. it's like, they, because McGovern had been Couldn't playing, help but feel for him. Like, oh yeah. Fuck. Rough. Liam Ryan had been playing pretty well. Yeah. McGovern yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Shuey was getting through some games. Yeah. Um, but in a game where, like, Tim Kelly was... It's like the best Tim Kelly game I've seen for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they have all this shit go wrong. They're, yeah, they're in big trouble. Yeah. Oscar <laughs> Allen and Jack Darling look good early. Fucking put the first five goals on between first them. First time Oscar Allen's looked good for yeah. quite some time. Maybe 18 months. Since they used to overhype him. Yeah. Um obviously when Kennedy was still there and he was just a pinch hitting yeah, as yeah. a forward. Oh, he looked super solid. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he was one of the more exciting yeah. young prospects. Barras was good. Barras was very good. Yeah. 
but up against a Frio forward line that I look at and think, how are they going to kick those goals? <coughs> Ooh, sorry. Oh, you're right. Like, where are all their goals going to come from? And after that St. Kilda game, I was really worried for their forward line. Yeah. Um, so granted, they did it against West Coast when West Coast are just getting decimated by injury. But yep. Michael Walters, four goals. Um, getting goals out of Jaya Miss. Yep. Uh, Frederick, who you, mm-hmm. like, I'm a fan. Oh, did you see his celebration? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's some big time stuff. Yeah. As a coach... Maybe don't do that. Like the scope to like just land poorly mm-hmm. and sprain your ankle. Absolutely. Like really, yeah. You got to got to think about those things, but not taking away from that. That that's that is um that's entertainment. That's brilliant. And Luke Jackson, that's his best game in Frio colors so far. They'll yep. be hoping that that continues. But um... James Aish. Really picked it up this season. Someone dropped him out of fantasy as well. Yeah. And I was so close. I was like, why'd they drop James H? And then I had a look. I'm like, okay, he has had two average weeks. Yeah. Well, before I before I get to the Ross Glendening medalist, um, 31 touches, 12 contested, seven tackles, three clearances. Uh, okay. Maybe not that great. I mean, he attended center bounces 21 times. He got one center clearance. So not ideal. In the guts, but he's new to it. He's, he's never been a center bounce midfielder. No, nah, was he but, a winger um, last year? He was a winger last year, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. that Akers is there now. Yes. Yeah. So they pushed him in board. Yeah. 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 Oh no, Akers left. Oh sorry, Akers. Yeah, yeah. Left. Akers left. What am I yeah. saying? So they're clearly running Frederick up that side of the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Play that high half forward role into wing. But yeah, not nah, really impressed with J- James Ash. Um but dude, Caleb's wrong. What a game. Thirty five disposals, eight tackles. Uh oh, it doesn't say it here. Oh, yeah, 16 contested possessions, 12 inside 50s, eight clearances. Yeah, pretty nice, man. Yeah, the 12 inside 50s is huge. Yeah. You expect that. I mean, it was uh, was West Coast rocking Bailey J. Williams, maybe, yeah. against Sean Darcy and Luke Jackson. Yeah, yeah, good luck, champ. Should have dominated the middle. Good luck, champ. <laughs> He's all I can say. Um, yeah, Frio needed this. Because there was big questions about them during the week, rightly so. The purple... Haze. Well, it was kind of going to be... It was like the purple fog over the yeah. purple swamp for Pur- a bit. Purple lays. They like just, lazy. <laughs> purple lays? Yeah. <laughs> purple lazy boys. Yeah. They Yeah, they just looked rusty and shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, and of course, we play them in three weeks, so we'll get them, we'll get them when, they're good, when they're good. Brilliant. Well, they got to back it up against the rampaging Adelaide team out at Adelaide Oval. Yeah. Um, they get the benefit. That's no of, easy beat. And then they get to play a home fixture, in quotation marks, for Magic Round. Yeah. At Norwood. Norwood. Gross. The 20th uh, AFL team, apparently. <laughs> against the they actually team. came out. Yeah, it was like, yeah, you saw it was reported last week. Sample team strongly building a cat. Norwood's like, first we've heard. We're not, yeah, not us. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Yeah, it is interesting. So, I don't I, know. I think it's reasonable. I mean, they don't, as a state, they don't really buy into the rugby league no, at all. No, no. I'm not sure what the... Would you have a problem with a, like, Sturt or a Norwood joining the AFL? Not whatsoever. Nah, I, I like it. If the case for Tasmania gets a tick, yeah. which I think it does in its current form, Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's hard for a South Australian team to match that. No, no. Nah. 
but yeah, South Australia. Well, Sturt or Norwood's like the Redcliffe Dolphins joining the NRL. They've got a rich history, and they've got a supporter base. So yeah, but they're but, from the heartland. I think the the issue about expansion in AFL is you definitely can't add another Victorian team as much as you would love to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a like a Bendigo Miners or something yeah. like that, or Ballarat Miners. Like it would be kind of cool to have another regional Victoria team, but yeah. everyone the else Ararat Kitty Kitty Fiddlers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Moey Molesters. <laughs> the Portland Junkies. Oh, been there. Rough. It's rough as rough. guts out there. Man. HSP Palmer at the Portland, though. Off its tits. Oh, really? Put you in a coma for two days. No good. It was a big... Yeah. Um, I was on the pineapple fritter it was way a big more often. shipping community back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Still is, yeah. Logging town. Yeah. yeah. Nearly bought a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> Just because, whatever, I probably could. But yeah. Now, HSP Palmer, great uh, great mouth pleasure, I tell you. Great mouth pleasure. Yeah, the rest's torture, man. You're the lo- po- you are on the pineapple fritter more often than not. Mate, you are lost on this podcast. You need to be a food critic. Yeah, yeah. Great mouth pleasure. Yeah, yeah. Nine out of ten. <laughs> um, two out of ten on the guts. No good. Moving on. What about a team like, um, what about from a place like maybe Mount Gambier? Oh, yeah. Like, just over the border. Yeah. But yeah. it feels sort of Victorian-ish and South Australian-ish. Like, it's not... Yeah. It's not yeah. tied to Adelaide. Dial-up internet. <laughs> <laughs> Morse code just to... Just <laughs> Getting NBN in 2027. <laughs> no, it's, it's hard to see where the next... Is, uh, in Northern Territory. Yeah, a Northern Territory team. But I just... It's weird the case with the Northern Territory. It's not going to be able to generate the revenue. No. It no, just won't be. No. Um, too reliant on primary industry is a bit economical, but too reliant on primary industry in those sectors to have enough disposable income for enough people yeah. to generate more than, I don't know, what but the say, business case would be. Like 20, yeah. expecting 20,000. I guess they get it done with GWS and Gold Coast, but those guys are getting $25 million a year in handouts from the AFL. Yeah, yeah. Every other club, at, I mean, like my club, Collingwood, the big clubs that yeah. have money, are getting less than half that. Yeah. So. But like with Northern Territory, like Gold Coast had to go and get, you know, Campbell Brown, Gary Ablett Jr., Mark Michael Riscatelli, you know, these sorts of guys. Yeah. If they were to join in eight years' time, does a 26-year-old Harry Sheasel want a million-dollar contract and live in Darwin? No, he wouldn't want to live in Darwin, man. I wouldn't imagine. You wouldn't have thought so. No. no. Like, I don't know, at 28 years old, like um, Cam McKenzie, here's $1.2 million in a six-year deal, but you've got to live on Mitchell Street. Probably not. I was going to say, have you been to Darwin? No. Yeah, you'd have but to- But I've seen Rogue. You'd have to pay me a bit. Yeah. A little bit. I've seen Wolf Creek. Not ideal. <laughs> not ideal, man. Didn't really set the world on fire for me. Hey, no, if, no, broom. Here's the good thing: if you get another expansion team, <laughs> yeah. maybe the Bulldogs have another captain walk out on them. Oh, <laughs> fuck me! Oh. <laughs> Ryan Griffin went out for milk and never came back. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> but at the same time, milk and cigarettes yeah, got stuck in 
fucking blacktown. But two years later, he was on his knees in a prelim, and the bloke they traded him for was hugging the bloke wearing his old number. So go fuck yourself. Yeah, mate. you got you got your you got your payback. You got your payback for sure. Yeah, you pay back for sure. Brett Delidio will always be the sad one. Yeah, yeah. Mate. Oh, I couldn't watch the grand final. I went to the zoo with well, my that children. Was, yeah, that was pathetic. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. He wanted to get to Geelong. Yeah. It's cowardly. I oh, think so. I'm going to go to Geelong. It, pretty, pretty easy way out, isn't it? You I, know you're probably going to compete. I just don't understand how, if you're in the four walls, how did you not see the potential for Richmond to do that? No idea. It had to exist, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It didn't just emerge within a six-week period. No. Like It had to have existed already, mm. and you just needed things to click. It's just, you know, I've coached some basketball teams and played as a junior in some teams where you're just like, okay, we're not going so well, but I can see what it should be. Yeah. And it's, like, really obvious. Yeah. Well, 2015, I could see a premiership possibility with the young core that we were building. I didn't know it was 12 months later. Mm. You know, I was maybe, oh, by 2018, we might be... We might be playing in the grand final. Yeah. You know, or back in prelims. Not a year later, but this is this goes to your point. Like, you, you would have had to have known that there was a possibility mm. with the youngsters. Like, I mean, Dustin Martin was about to hit his straps even more. Yeah, and he was such a required Trent Cotchin was still in his prime. Yeah. Jack Rewalt was in his prime. Ivan Alex Alex Rance. Mm. Sean Grigg was playing career best footy. Yeah, like, they had good footballers. Yeah, man. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Kane Lambert. Great role player. Yeah. So, oh, well, they did dick. <laughs> like, that's all I can say, man. Like, Brett, fuck. Brett Delidio yeah. eating dicks. If Lemon Tagner can stay at St. Kilda, Brett Delidio could have stayed at Richmond, man. Actually, speaking of Brett Delidio, why don't we just, um, why don't we transition now yeah. into our little, what I teased earlier, a little treat for the listeners. Oh. <laughs> I'm a little excited. Yeah. Yeah. I think that maybe once a month. Yeah. We sit down here and we do a, a brief yep. redraft. Yes. So what I've proposed is based on whatever round is upcoming that we match the number. Yeah. So. Disclaimer, we were going to do 2003's draft. Yes. But we realized we had to pick five players and only two of them were good. So we moved on. <laughs> it was a piss poor draft. Yep. If you want to go have a look at um, a draft with a such a significant drop off in talent. Yeah. You, you might as well have called it quits after pick seven. Yeah. So it was David Mundy, Adam Cooney, Daylight. And then we couldn't figure out the third. <laughs> oh, I mean the top five maybe you yeah. could make a case for, maybe top six, but by the time you get to who should have been pick ten on the region, it doesn't matter. No, no. They're no. not not a very good footballer. No. So we've gone with two thousand and four. Sorry. Two thousand and five draft. Yes. <laughs> we've chosen. Um, the 2004 was too easy. Yeah, it was too easy. Yeah. Without further ado. Yep. Going through the, the picks in order, I'm going to give you the top 10 as they were drafted. Yep. Then I want you to yep. give me who would replace. We'll, we'll start with pick five and work our way up to pick one. Yeah. All right. So pick one in the 2005 draft, we had Mark Murphy going to Carlton. Yes. Pick two was Daisy Thomas going yep. to Collingwood. Pick three was Xavier Ellis going yep. to Hawthorne. Mm-hmm. Old Mudguts Ellis. <laughs> now, those three were all priority picks. Yep. Yes, you might wonder why they're getting given out to Victorian teams because that used to happen before we expanded the league. Yep. <laughs> um, not to my team, unfortunately, but whatever. So, pick four was Kennedy, uh, Josh Kennedy. Yep. Went to Carlton. Yep. Um, then we had Scott Pendlebury 
going to Collingwood with pick five. Then we had a player by the name of Bo Dowler. That's right, fans. Bo Dowler. <laughs> pick six to Hawthorne. Yep. Um, Bo Dowler managed a very impressive 16 games of football. Yep. Originally from Noble Park down the road. Um, and then, yeah, went to Sandringham. So there you go. Paddy Ryder at pick seven to Essendon. Yep. Jared Oakley Nichols to Richmond. So oh. A lot of promise, Jared Oakley Nichols. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but sort of been the running joke for years, actually. Um, son of Damien, Marcus Drum. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it's actually his son or not. I'm assuming it is. Damien Drum. Um, <laughs> Marcus Drum with pick 10 to Fremantle. And that was the draft. Yeah. Now, there are some names outside of that top 10. Oh, there are names, ladies and gentlemen. There's a lot of names. Yeah. This draft was very stacked. Yeah. So, Mark Murphy, famous number one pick. Yeah. And a very good number one pick. Yeah, good player. If you go back and look at the history of number one picks, yep. he's right up there. Mm-hmm. He's probably in the top 10. Yeah. But the question is, is he number one still in this draft? So, I'm going to let you kick us off. Yep. Why don't you take me through your five four three two one redraft? My f- fifth over my fifth pick in this draft going down is Nathan Jones from Melbourne Football Club. Fantastic. Yeah, three hundred odd games or three hundred games. Oh, I, I don't have it in front of me, but multiple BNFs, multiple BNFs, and loyal. He was captain of one of the historically one of the worst football teams you can imagine. And he stuck fat. Um, he had opportunity to go to Hawthorne just before the premierships, and he didn't take it. Oh, if he could turn back time, I bet you he would. I bet you he would. Yeah, my word. <laughs> yeah. I would have thought so. Well, Jordan Lewis would have been in the Magoos pretty quickly, I would have thought. So, yeah. Um, my fourth pick, Brownlow medal winning Matthew Prittis. Not only wasn't taken in the regular national draft, he was in the rookie draft as pick 31. Unbelievable. What a get. And you touched on it. Um, you touched on it that West Coast nailed this draft. So they got Matt Prittis at pick 31 in the rookie draft. In the rookie draft. Yep. Don't spoil the rest of them. Okay. Because you've got a bit more to go. Yes, we do. Uh, my third overall, my number three pick. So pick three, <laughs> Kieran Jack, Sydney champion, premiership player, absolute star. Loved him. Courageous. Yeah, led by, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, his body let him down, little nugget, but yeah. Yep. Um, I, I love the way he played his footy. Yeah. Uh, my number two pick is uh, multiple Coleman medal winner, Josh Kennedy. Lovely. Yeah. And my number one pick, it's the Rolls-Royce, and he's still a Rolls-Royce. It's Scott Pendlebury from the Collingwood Footy Club. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think anyone could argue with redrafting Pendles as pick one. Yeah. He's been, um, he's a generational player, and he's got, Five Copeland trophies, yep. six All-Australians, um, twice AFLPA best captain, best young, three Anzac Day medals. <laughs> Smoking hot wife. Uh, Norm Smith medal on the re- in the replay. Yeah. The Coaches Association Player of the Year in 2013. Collingwood Games record holder. Like, it's an enormous list. Yeah, man. Yeah. Enormous. Yeah. So, yeah, he's the most, not only the most accomplished player on this um, in this entire draft. Yeah. Third party Brownlow medalist winner. Third party yeah. Brownlow medalist winner. Dane Swan's holding it for him. 
That's Gary Ablett's Brownlow. I don't like this narrative that a Collingwood player should have won it. They shouldn't have won. <laughs> it's ridiculous. All right, I'll give you mine. Yeah. Gee, you gave me a look with Kieran Jack, didn't you? Yeah, I was surprised. So here we go. Matt Prittis. Yep. Sure. He's my number five. Is that what you said? He was my number four. Oh, you okay. Yep. That's very generous. Now, yep. you had... Uh, who, who'd you have at five? Nathan Jones. Nathan Jones. Yeah. Good selection. Yeah. Okay. At number four, I have Shannon Hearn. Yeah. And I'm sure you looked at him. Yeah, I did. I'd like to know why you passed on him. He was originally pick 13 because we're talking a 322 game veteran. Yeah. And a captain, a premiership captain, a club games record holder, two all Australians, one as vice captain. AFLPA best captain only four years ago in 2019 and three Glendenning Allen medals. Mm. Why Nathan Jones and not Shannon Hearn? Lack of preparation. Didn't do my research. We picked this draft 20 minutes before we press record. (laughs) You're looking at the same data I am. Yeah, well, I didn't look hard enough, did I? I Wikipedia of like six blokes and I went, fuck, he's all right. (laughs) Nathan Jones was very good. He, he yeah. did win um, three club BNFs. He just doesn't have the other stuff. Yeah. I think if you captain a side to a premiership, yeah. that's something. Yeah. I mean, Nathan Jones couldn't even get a game in their premiership team, yeah. which was a disgrace, yeah. I thought, for emotional yeah. reasons. Yeah. And in the back end, they probably could have played without two players and still won. So. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number three pick is Mark Murphy. Yeah. Is that where you had Kieran Jack? Yeah. It is. Now, to be said, the, you think that pick 31 in the rookie draft for Matt Prittis was a thing. Try pick, try round five, pick 58 in the rookie draft out of New South Wales ACT Rams. Yep. Not even a real thing, probably. Yep. Kieran Jack. And he went on to be Swan's captain for three years. Uh, Skilton medalist, All-Australian once, uh, and three Brett Kirk medals. Yeah. Pretty damn impressive. Yeah. The reason I stuck with Mark Murphy is what I said before. Like, he was a number one pick who lived up to the hype as much as possible. Yeah. Good white fries boy too. But he was a Coaches Association Player of the Year. Mm. Like, there was a year where people who we entrust to be the brains of the operation. Yeah. Thought that he was the best player in the league. Yeah. That's enormous, man. Enormous. Um, all Australian honours once. Uh, two John Nichols medals. Carlton captain for five, six years. Yeah. Um, AFL Players Association best first year player. He lost the Rising Star um, award to Daniel Pierce. Oh, dude. Jesus Christ. Who- had some moments, right? But yeah. let's be real. Like 16 months of good footy. Yeah, Daniel Pierce. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's just been a champion all the way through Mark Murphy. He won the um he won like the MVP for the under nineteen championships and stuff before he joined the AFL as well. Like just an absolutely super player. Three hundred game player for Carlton and was their captain, so that's why I had him at pick three. Pick two, Josh Kennedy. Yep. Who I've said to you in an era where Lance Franklin existed. He's the second best full forward. Yeah. For me, he has been sensational. Yeah. Um, 723 goals mm. from 293 games. Hell of a career. Yeah. 
Um, eight-time leading goal kicker, two Coleman's, three All-Australians, three Glendening Allen medals. Um, their all-time leading goal kicker and was part of their 2018 flag. And, yep. then, of course, Pendles. So, yeah, I cut you off earlier when you were about to say... When I was about to spoil the whole segment. West yeah. Coast killed this yeah. draft. Yeah. Bro, you probably didn't think I was going to say Shannon Hearn. They killed this draft. Yeah, yeah. Prittis, Hearn, Josh Kennedy. Yeah. Via trade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they still got it. Yeah, they still got it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely sensational. Yeah. And um, we've spoken about it for years. Like, who? the question was always, who won the trade, Carlton or West Coast? And you and I, I believe from memory, said it was a win-win. Yeah. Yeah. One of the rare win-wins. The rare win-wins. Yeah. Well, Chris Judd delivered a Brownlow there. Yep. He dragged that team up out of the mire. Yeah. And Josh Kennedy kept... Oh, they were in North Melbourne Territory. Very much so. And Josh Kennedy kept the West Coast Eagles, was part of the cohort of high-quality players that kept the West Coast Eagles competitive and relevant for so long. Yes. And then he goes on to be their leading goal kicker. Yeah. Of all time. That's huge, man. Yeah, yeah. And part of a premiership. It's it's enormous. So... Um, I wonder if have you ever heard the answer to the question? Does Chris Judd consider himself a Carlton man or a West Coast man? I'd imagine he's a Carlton man. Yeah, yeah. Well, he I supports su- him, and he was on their board. I suppose I would too. Yeah, but yeah, he also looks like he'd he'd better not say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> tell me after. He looks like he likes a dollar. Yeah, is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> yeah, he's an astute businessman. Yeah, the fact yeah. that he was on their board doesn't mean that much to me, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, it went well. I think they hired David Teague, so good on him. So okay, <laughs> the Teague train, baby. You'd rather have Kieran Jack than Mark Murphy? In hindsight, probably not. It's close. Yeah. Okay. Um, Would you rather have them not for a year, but for at your if your club was drafting tomorrow mm. from the pool of retired players? And you've got whatever pick we get to in that mock draft. Yeah. And they're both on the board. Who are you taking? Ugh. Kieran Jack at his best was pretty fucking good, to be honest. Yeah, I'm probably still like, taking Kieran Jack. He's like, yeah, his yeah. footballing peak yeah. was enormous. Yeah. But. Yeah, I'm, Kieran Jack. I'm just not sure it was sustained enough for yeah. me. But yeah, fuck, he was good. Yeah, he was. And because he was a surprise factor and they love being like, so he comes from an NRL family. And yeah. Like, yeah. 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 That's cool. Yeah. We just want him to play footy. So Scott Pendlebury had a basketball background apparently. <laughs> so that's fine. Um, one thing I will quickly do yeah. is I'm going to just reel off a few names that were in this draft hmm. just to give some context about just truly how stacked it was. So some notable mentions, Paddy Ryder, as you, I, I believe you mentioned him, Paddy Ryder, Sean Higgins, Grant Birchall. Yep. Travis Varco. Great player. Uh, Trent, oh, Trent West played a role in a premiership for Geelong. Good player. Matthew Stokes, Bobby, at pick 61. That's Matthew nice Stokes. Uh, Bernie Vince. Bernie Vince, yep. Um, who did I say earlier? When we were looking? Richard Douglas. Richard Douglas for Adelaide. Andrew Swallow, former North Melbourne skipper. Yep, lovely. Yep. Um, yeah, some really, really good players. Um, no, I won't, I won't say his name. 
It wasn't that good. Um, but Cleve Hughes, Bobby. Cleve. <laughs> you couldn't, you couldn't believe it, could you? I <laughs> <laughs> couldn't believe your eyes. There's a guy whose name is Cleve Hughes, ladies and gentlemen. He played 16 famous games in the yellow and black. Yeah, I thought it was a spelling mistake. I'm like, yeah. surely it's Clive. No, no, it's Cleve. 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 Well, there you go. Surely his nickname's mate. <laughs> anyway, we digress. Um, that was a fun exercise, Bob. Um, no right or wrong here. Um, just a nice little, pretty similar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the rookie draft, though, is really impressive. Yeah. Some of those names yeah. that came out of there. Oh, um, if you're, yeah, if you look look back on years gone by, the rookie draft, there are some serious, serious, like, club legends in yeah. there. Like, um, we, we got um, Liam, um, was it Liam Pickin and, I believe, Matthew Boyd through the rookie draft. Just right? Collingwood passed Liam Pickin up as a father-son option. So, yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. We got Heath Hocking out of that 2005. Hey, good player, man. Rookie draft. Yeah. Good. Handy. His brother's pretty funny too. And he, <laughs> he's, uh, he took on the level of humility that I can only hope Dyson Heppel starts to fucking consider. <laughs> Dude, when he was done yeah. and they're like, you're not getting a senior game. Yeah. Heath Hocking went and played like three seasons in the VFL. He captained your VFL side. He certainly did. He loves your club. He captained them to a VFL premiership, I yeah. think. Um, and then stayed on as a development coach yeah. there. I mean, come on, man. Why do, why do, Dyson Heppel doesn't deserve another game at senior level at the moment. Yeah. True clubman. Mm. Yeah, can't be understated. Cannot be understated. No. They're worth their weight in gold. Yeah. But yeah, I think uh, anyone that's watched Dyson Heppel play a game of football this year or any game he has played in the last two years realizes that this is going to be a struggle for him. Yeah. Yeah. Especially this year. He looks particularly bad. And after last week when he got subbed off. And cracked the shits. He wasn't happy about it. Get over yourself, dude. He was taken by surprise, but yeah, he yeah. couldn't get over himself in the moment. Fair enough. Maybe a bit of a shock to the system, but yeah. you know what I hated the most? The lack of honesty when he got questioned about it. And yeah. he goes, uh, you know, no, she's right. Like, no hard feelings. Oh, no, she's all right, mate. Like, yeah. Shut your fucking mouth. Leon Gaffer, baby. Have the, like, but just have the humility to say, you know, on reflection, I went over some footage with some of the coaches, which I'm sure he would have. Yep. And um, yeah, look, some of the stuff they showed me wasn't up to scratch. Yeah. And my plan is to put my head down, bum up and make that better next yeah. week. But instead of saying that, he just, oh, no, she's, it's all right. You know, yeah, these yeah. things happen. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> no competitive fire there whatsoever. Nah, nah. And this nice bloke stuff that you've got going on. Well, it's not extending to performances. Nah. And I just don't understand how he takes a spot from anyone next yeah. week. No problem if he wants to go into AFL media post-career. And be the nice guy. No problem with that. <laughs> go for it. Yeah, go for it, man. Joe yeah. Watson's doing a wonderful job at it. He's doing But okay. he was a fierce... I'd rather he was more biased. Yeah. <laughs> He's too much like his father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really like unbiased when he commentates and it frustrates me. But anyway. Oh, he is way too much like his father in many ways. Yeah. It freaks me out, actually. They sound the same. They look the same. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. We can only pray for your unborn child. Yes. The... <laughs> <laughs> um... Hey, they say the first son's like the mother. Thank oh, fucking. I mean, I was. That's why I'm. Yeah, my mum's cooked. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> mum's cooked. <laughs> hey, everyone, everyone, everyone that was at the wedding got to know her. She's a scream. She's good. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. She told us how you just got a Medicare card as an adult not long ago. <laughs> well, no, I hadn't got it yet. 
but it's it. Yeah, I've got it now. Oh, you only ordered it then? No, yeah, I ordered it post <laughs> post um, yeah, post roast. <laughs> it was a fucking roast, wasn't it? It was a bit of a roast. Yeah, but um, oh, yeah, fair cool. game, fair game. All right, well, that was our little surprise. Two thousand and five AFL redraft. Uh, both of us had pendle, pendles and JJK number two. Yes, yeah, yeah pretty unequivocal. Very nice. All and right. in a month's time, we'll revisit and we'll uh, we'll we'll decide. At a later date, we'll what do draft one. we'll do. Yeah, yeah. 08, 09, something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. Whatever. Sounds good to me. All right, let's do our MVP vote quickly. Who are you giving the five votes to this week? Uh, Isaac Rankin of the Adelaide Crows. Yeah. Loved every minute of his performance. Real love affair with him this week. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he's um, he's clearly listened to the preseason pod where I've had him as breaking into the top 20 of small fo- uh, of forwards in the game. And yeah, he's... um yeah. I reeled off the stats earlier. 17 disposals, nine of them contested, four goals. Um, yeah, five tackles, three of them inside 50, uh, four inside 50s. He, yeah, no turnovers. So, yeah, it's a great game. Great game. Match-winning performance, Bob. Yep. Yep. Your five votes. Another match-winning performance, really. Yeah. Uh, Mason Wood of the St. Kilda Footy Club. Fantastic call. And it's not just because he did it against us. It's really hard to describe. If, if you watch the game, you'd know that this is an obvious pick. Yeah. Um, and who did he look like, Bob? He looked like Wayne freaking Carey, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he was sensational. You he know was... you've played well if you've been compared to the duck. Well, he took 11 marks. Now, these are not cheap side-to-side kicks in the back line. Yeah. He took 11 marks, um, nine intercept possessions. Yep. He kicked a goal, two assists for his seven score involvements, but it was just the running power to, and like the ability to win one-on-ones and... I just thought he was... I really did think he was sensational. I've, I haven't seen... I mean, I don't think anyone's really seen that from him. He had a few good games at the back end of last year. Yeah. Because Brett Ratton took a liking to him, especially last year. Yeah. yeah. Played quite a, quite a lot of games, but his highest volume output wasn't anything like this. Yeah. This was a... Like, that's a game... That's the game of his career. Brad Scott liked him early days. Ray Shaw didn't. Killed his career. Oh, then really he was sure. delisted by North Melbourne. He was delisted, dude. Yeah. Yeah. In when? 2020? Yeah. Something yeah. like that? Yeah. What a what a bunch of losers. Yeah. And isn't it funny, like, bit of egg on my face. When St Kilda picked him up, I went, typical St Kilda. Dude, even Zane Cordy's performing. <laughs> well, he had, um, for reference, yeah. Zane Cordy had one disposal, one mark, one tackle. Oh, did he have one disposal on the weekend? Yeah. I didn't watch a game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he performed well against us. Did he? I don't know. How, Probably he, not. Zane Cordy played 37 minutes of football for one disposal. Okay. Hey, shit. So, yeah, not performing. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, should probably watch that game then. Yeah, I don't even know. Where, where were you? Where was he running around? Was he in the forward half? Okay. Sure. There you go. And one pressure act. <laughs> I've just exposed myself. I watched the showdown, guys. I didn't watch that game. And two centre bounce attendances to pinch hit in the ruck. Great. Hey, well, Great you know, job. that clearly reflects our votes. That clearly reflects our MVP. I didn't watch that game. You gave Mason Wood the five votes. I didn't watch um I watched the showdown. I gave Isaac Rankin the five votes. I can't believe you you were supposed to come to the footy with Patty and I was the original plan. Yes. You left us high and dry. Yep. And then you didn't even watch the game. No, I watched the showdown, dude. Yeah. It which started later. Yes. I watched the first ten minutes of your game and I flicked it over. Dude, you were like four goals down. I hope the Bulldogs finish bottom four this year. <laughs> it probably will. In fuck fact, you. I'll be rooting for it. <laughs> Who have you got this week? 
Richmond. Let's fucking go, Richmond. <laughs> Put an end to these fucking pretenders. I've had enough. That's it. I'm going to send you voice memos that are just like, at three in the morning, yellow and black. <laughs> oh, I just feel like I'm on an Adelaide Crows bus on the way to a camp. <laughs> yeah. Then at 4 a.m. I'll get the talking stick out. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a time you were afraid of something. Right now. Yeah. I'm afraid of holding the fucking talking stick. Yes, I am. And if you mention mum with the Medicare card again, I'll fucking kill you all. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. That was... Uh, we only got one or two more things. Fucking Zane Cordy. Oh. Hey, did you happen to hear... How predictable is this? Collingwood with their ruck issue. Yeah, yeah. And then I see an article just before you rock up that says like, Craig McRae welcomes the idea of a mid-season trade period. No fucking shit, dude. No fucking shit. He's an AFL coach that's been around one hot minute and he's like, let's put in this thing that really helps my team. Yeah. What do you you want about, Wouldn't mind Jordan Sweet right about now. (laughs) <laughs> just because I love Craig McRae yeah I enjoy watching Collingwood I but, do love Craig but McRae but because too. Yeah. he's trying to work the media to get like that's Eddie Maguire stuff yeah, that is. yeah. Um, I thought they were a bit above that nowadays Collingwood but obviously not he's going to try and manipulate the media into uh, giving him a mechanism to be able to be competitive in the back end of the year because he's done that well, now just call his president's pet rodent ah pet rodent sorry son Tom Brown rodent <laughs> yeah that ver- <laughs> it's Tom Brown kissing himself goodnight. <laughs> ne- Nepo baby Brown. <laughs> Fuck me. Don't put the cheese out by the door. <laughs> he does look like the guy that would walk in smelling of a type of cheese. Yeah. Like I've or have Do you know what I'd that, still rather that, I'd still rather sit cheese, down cheese dust on your fingers? Oh sorry, I was eating cheesels. I reckon I'd still rather sit down and have a counter meal with him than Tony Jones though. Honestly. Tony Jones would not sit down and have a proper counter meal. No, no. He, but you'd have to pay for it. Oh, he'd order the trout. Yeah. Or like yeah. He's yeah. not he's not having Did a Did you hear he owes Matthew Lloyd eleven bucks? I did. Yeah. Still hasn't paid it. That story yeah. of like a Oh, no, I forgot. What are you talking about? You forgot. Yeah. You ate something and got up and walked away. Yeah, yeah. And you didn't care that it wasn't your problem anymore. Nah, the bloke's a piss ant, mate. He thought he would yeah. get away with getting a free meal yeah. out of his mates. Yeah. And didn't mention it. No. That, oh, I really hated hearing that. Yeah. I'm glad they pulled him up on it. Yeah. Who had the soup? <laughs> yeah, who had the soup? <laughs> what the fuck's he eating the soup for? Yeah. Grow up. And he's like, I know you had the soup because you took a photo of it, you idiot. <laughs> Like they give it to him. Oh, I love it. How were they though? They're like the producers used to pay for our meals. Yeah. And yeah. now they don't. Yeah. Is there belt tightening at Channel 9? Yeah, it must be. Imagine working for like an employer like Channel 9, yeah. being the talent and being like, should we go out for lunch? And they're like, yeah, but there's no, yeah. no like, work card anymore. no company credit card. Mate. Nah. nah. <laughs> Rough. <laughs> Rough. Yeah. Um, oh. I'll give Peter Hitchin a six months in. Speaking of Tom Brown. Yeah. Browning around. Browning around. Should Let's we have go. another installment? Yeah, go on. Fucking why not? Mine's Hamish McLaughlin. Yep. Um, who in the Essendon St. Kilda game had the audacity <laughs> to say the line when Jade Gresham kicked the goal. Yeah. First Bulldog, then Lockett, now Gresham. 
<laughs> Number fours. And the ghost of Trevor Barker jumped up, I'm sure, and tried to give him its ethereal slap across the face. Yeah. Like, what are you fucking talking about? Not to mention the beloved ghosts of Danny Sprud. Sprud? Danny Spud Frawley and Shane Keith Warren as well. They'd have been disgusted. <laughs> Just like, I know you're trying to pump up the team tonight, mate. Yeah. I know it's their night. Yeah. But maybe don't say Lockett, Baldock, and Gresham in the same freaking sentence. Crazy, dude. Crazy. Unbelievable. He would have sounded less silly if he said, then Robert Harvey, now Jack Sinclair. That sounds less stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Because Jack Sinclair is pretty fucking good. Hamish McLaughlin's a bit of a nuffy, though. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be so. For what it's worth, like, fucking seems like a good fella. Who, like, uh, in the market that's anytime, if you guys want to play along at home, anytime um, Brown scorer in Browning around, Hamish McLaughlin will be like a dollar ten for the rest of the year. Yeah. Like, yeah. he'll feature. He'll feature, yeah. Absolute certainty. Like, yeah. last year, remember, you got to a stage where it was a dollar oh one Cameron Ling would feature. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I remember his chart. You, you were Cam- fucking Cam- on him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cameron Ling opinions. Remember that? Yeah. No yeah, opinion yeah, yeah. and then bang. <laughs> no opinions this year. He's gone. Is he not promoting? Maybe he's not doing the same podcast. Yeah, he's he doing a podcast, so I don't think he's, he's probably not doing it. Yeah, yeah, he's packed it in. Yeah. Well, that was ridiculous. What it a was- ridiculous formula. Imagine yeah. getting popular because you just want to say shit that gets people riled up. Yeah. Now... I do it and it's made me unpopular. Yeah. <laughs> go figure. Yeah, there you go. Oh, dear. Anyway, do you have anything to add to browning around? Uh, Nah. Nah. Oh, yeah, I do. David King. Um, What do you say? Isaac Rankin is the number one stoppage player in the game and the best I've ever seen. I think he's a forward 50 stoppage. Forward 50 stoppage player in the game. He said the best he's ever seen. Yeah. Come on, dude. Can't be real. Yeah. The hyperbole that goes into some of these comments. Yeah. You're in round three, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah. How about you just relax, mate? Yeah. Why not just say he's one of the best this year so far? Yeah. Yeah. That's a totally reasonable thing to say. In the last three weeks. Mm. Three so, Yeah. Weeks. If you put in the word so far at the end of the sentence. It's important. It's a really important qualifier. Because if you said so far, you and I would be like, fuck yeah. Reasonable. Like, absolutely. Absolutely reasonable. Hey, David King, good take, dude. Yep. Yeah. Really obvious. Yeah. But I'll give it to you. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. You're allowed to get away with that. Yeah. I reckon Cyril, <laughs> the likes of a Cyril Rioli might have something to say about that. The old time business. There was a moment where um, where um. Alwyn Davey, slight, it was in the first quarter, actually. Alwyn Davey just grabbed the ball, slithered through the pack. Yeah. And he banged it on his boot and he missed it. Yeah. And uh, the commentators were all like, whoa. Yeah. And uh, someone said, was, they were like, does that remind you of someone? And they were talking about Cyril. Yeah. It was it was very Cyril-esque. Cyril-esque. That's yeah. how good he was, man. Yeah. Yeah. That just yeah. one little act, you know, it's that magic. Yeah. They got that magic, man. Yeah. Oh, so Bob. Jealous. Bob, tell us about... Your early goal of the year. Oh, Dylan Shield. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've picked my boys for a lot of stuff tonight, despite the fight, uh, despite the fact they lost a game of footy. Yeah. Paddy, Ooh. your Saints were the better How the team. turns of table? You went a little Andy Marr there, Bob. <laughs> Must be that pit of a... Uh, I'm <laughs> fucked, mate. A bit of moth. <laughs> a bit of, <laughs> bit of moth in my eye. The, um, <laughs> the Saints were the better team for 20 fucking minutes. <laughs> 
10 goals from it. Now, that 20 minutes mattered, yeah. They yeah. kicked 10 of their 14 goals in those two 10-minute bookends of the game. Yeah. But um, we were the better team for the other 100, which is really frustrating to still lose a game like that. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I did give Mason with my five votes, so I'm not sh- not trying to take anything away from them whatsoever. But um, Dylan Shields' goal. Shows Candy with his left. Yep. Comes back to his right. Shows Candy. Shows Candy again with his left. Yeah. And had like broke ankles. Yes. Yeah. Two sets of broken ankles. Yeah. And then just took like four or five steps to straighten up and dob it. Dude, and I was 45 like, meters out on the 45. I have, Like it wasn't an easy goal. I've never seen someone shake people by faking a left foot kick and then a right foot kick. Yeah. And then back to a left yeah. foot kick. I've never seen that before. Yeah. And he does it all in like six steps. Yeah. It's elite. Yeah, twinkle toes, brother. <laughs> you said it was like Steph Curry. No, I was saying Joe Danaher thought he was Steph Curry shooting long balls. Oh, yeah. You, you said it was Chris Judd-like. Yeah, I thought it was Chris Judd-like. Yeah. yeah. That was, yeah. Yeah, he was snatching ankles. Yeah. It was super impressive. Um, all right, should we just do our tips? Yeah, do the tips, mate. We're going a bit rogue. We've had a big feed. We're getting a bit... We get Yeah. We're in a food coma, aren't we? You are certainly in a food coma. Yeah. I'm... In a food slump. Was was we strong then on the going rogue? Are we doing all right? Yeah, we're doing all right. I yeah. think so. Yarrow rat kitty fiddlers. That was pretty rogue. <laughs> Moe molested. <laughs> it's quality. It really is. It's fair. Yeah. As well. The Leon Gatha heppels. <laughs> all right, tip Bob. The, the dating on catch converters. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Oh. All right. Um, I got a lousy four again last week, Bob. I don't even know what I got. Hang on. So, Brisbane let me down. North let me down. I don't think I put my tips in for Sunday, to tell you the truth. Ah, oh, that's all right, mate. Oh, fucking... Oh, yeah, yeah, Brisbane, North, Essendon, Port, Geelong. Let me down. Let me down. But I stuck with Melbourne, and I'm glad I did. It won't let me in. Can you see? How many tips? How many you got? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. You I got picked Brisbane. I know I picked Collingwood. You got two. Nah, that can't be right. No, you got two. I picked Carlton. Yes. So I got Collingwood. Collingwood and Carlton, Carlton were your only tips. No way I tipped West Coast. Yeah, you tipped West Coast. Nah, that can't be right. Yeah. Apple t- are you Apple Titus? <laughs> I am. Yeah, West Coast, bro. Nah, yeah. there's no fucking way. Anyway. Oh, what? Well. Whatever. That's what it says. The evidence is in front of me. That's what it is. Swallow your pride, brother. <laughs> no, I, I don't think I tipped the Sunday ones because I think I, I think I entered my... I didn't finish entering my tips. Yep. So maybe I got the aways for them. Yeah, yeah. Might have been what was going on. Maybe. But uh, anyway, is what it is. It's been a shocking start to the year, so... Concessions over there. Fuck. You're right, oh, mate. I'm going to unplug you in a second. <laughs> you finish this off all by myself. All right. Brisbane, Collingwood at the Gabba. Yeah, fuck. I don't know. Yeah, live tip Collingwood. I don't even f- I know if I've got nine total tips so far this <laughs> year. No, I, I, I can actually tell you, I think. <laughs> I don't think I do. Dude. I think I've got eight tips. It's been a shocking year for all of us, man. It uh, might be nine. Hey, Steph's been brought back down to earth. She got two on the weekend. Yeah, get a, get a big dog up your Steph. Yeah, get a dog up your Steph. <laughs> Sick of your shit, mate. That was so tin Sick of your tin-ass bullshit. <laughs> Oh well, you're you are the North Melbourne football club. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely brought back to earth in round three. Yeah. All right, Brisbane Collingwood. Jeez, I was inspired by that coin flipping story you were talking about earlier. Oh yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, I'll give I'll give a bit of context around it. So a bloke called SEN and says, uh, had a stinker with the tips, and my old man calls me and goes, I'm sick of tipping. I'm no good at it. So I'm just going to flip a coin this round. Uh, this was after the first two weeks. He goes, I'm just going to flip a coin. Heads is this team. Tails is this team. He got seven out of nine with that formula. Seven out of nine. So well done to him. But um, yeah, yeah, we all tip Brisbane. Uh, Caleb is leading. He's he tipped he tipped Hawthorne. So Hawthorne with the one, dude. He had a shocker as well. Jeez, it's a brave tip, Hawthorne. Yeah, I mean maybe it's not that brave, but well, he's the only one that did it. Yeah, there you go. Darcy's having a stinker. Oh. Yeah, no one's enjoying it very nah. much. All nah. right, Brisbane Collingwood. Yeah, Collingwood for me, twenty-two points. Well, they haven't won there since twenty nineteen. Yeah, in Queensland. So I'm going to take Brisbane. Okay. The home track bully. They're, geez, two dollars. Brisbane. Well, if they're going to be a top four team that contends, yeah, they have to put away teams at the gather. Yeah, they yeah. have to. Mm. Yeah, they're two dollars eight to Collingwood's dollar seventy eight. Yeah, look, there's going to be a lot of times during the year, and this won't shock you to know. I've got a solid theory, and I'm pretty sure it's very, very accurate. Collingwood and Richmond always end up shortening early in the week. There's a lot of money that gets spent, especially. Yeah. Does Centrelink pay on Tuesdays? They must. <laughs> they always shorten early in the week. Mm. Always. And you get a good price on them. Even when they start games, maybe not so much Collingwood, but Richmond are at $1.47. Yeah. To beat you guys. Yeah. After you just had a win. Mm. And they had a lot. Does that make a hell of a lot of sense to you? No. $2.71 for the Bulldogs. Jeez. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Even at the line. Yeah. So, yeah, they just shorten early in the week for some reason. Yeah. I, I think it's because they've got so many fans. Yeah. And they just punt on them. Yeah. And Carlton, they're short. I know they're playing north, but, you know, they've got to launder their money somehow. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to take Brisbane. Brisbane? Okay. Nice. Collingwood-Brisbane, little split there. Uh, Carlton <clears throat> North. Carlton North at Marvel for the Good Friday game. We've been dumped from it. Um, so yeah, it's a bit rude, isn't it? Yeah, I, I thought it was a bit harsh. What have they given you instead? Oh, a four thirty-five fixture. At least it's against Richmond. Yeah, against Richmond, you'll get. Yeah, you might get. Um, dude, I forgot to mention this. Yeah, it was fifty-nine thousand or something. I think at St Kilda Resident at yep. the MCG. That's that was the third largest home and away crowd they've ever had. St Kilda. Wow. Oh, my God, man. That's unbelievable. That'll be the sixth highest crowd you'll have this season, I'm sure. Um, yeah, it might not feature in the top six. Maybe not. Round one was bigger than it? Yeah. And then we'll Yeah, have, it was 68, 70,000. We'll have Anzac Day. Anzac Day, 90,000. Dreamtime, 90,000. We'll Collingwood again later in the year. Oh, Dreamtime, 85,000. Yeah. When we play Carlton. Yeah. Yeah, that's... 90,000. In... Like, in their history. Yeah. I think it was 59,000. Yeah. 59? I think that's what it was. Yeah. It was 57 years since their flag, so... <laughs> pretty close to the... Closest to the pin there. Nice. Num- numerology. Sorry, not 59. It was 69,000. 69. Yeah. Yeah. Third highest home and away crowd they've ever played in front of. Yeah. How fucking pathetic. There you go. There you go. Anyway. The, the next game, Adelaide Oval, Crows, Dockers, Bob. Um, I don't know. Crows. I'm going Crows. Is that because we could have backed them in and then we didn't back them in? Yeah, Crom at home. And now you don't... Still not convinced about Freo. 
preparing to flip. Google's flipping the coin for me. All right. Oh, mate. you're doing a coin flip? Yeah, done it. I'm taking the crows. Yep. Nice. All right. Richmond dogs. Dogs. Backing us in. I'm back on the dogs tipping. Flip again. Yep. I'll be taking the tigers. Sorry, mate. No worries, champion. <laughs> champion. <laughs> I mean, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Yeah. Um. St Kilda, Gold Coast, Bob. Actually, fuck it. What am I? What am I flipping a coin for? Yeah. I'm gonna take your mob. Oh. I'm gonna take him. Okay. I think your midfield's better. Yep. I think you've learnt from your mistakes a little bit. Yep. But if you let me down with this tip, yep. that is it. That is it. Yep. I mean, against Hawthorne and North, sure. But anyone else, not <laughs> happening. Oh, Geelong. We're it, certain he's against the Cats now. <laughs> if you're so... Like, it's if you can't gather momentum out of this yeah. and turn it into a competitive game... Yeah. Like, okay, if you lose this game by four goals or more... You're done, mate. Yeah. The whole season, you're yeah. done. And Bevo's real under pressure like, again. forget finals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's the question of what's better for you. Is it better to finish 12th and have serious review? Or is it better to finish 9th on percentage? Like 12th, probably. Better draft pick. Probably. Um, all right. St. Kilda, Gold Coast, Marvel Stadium, Saturday night. Can't not tip St. Kilda. Yeah, I'm tipping Saints all the way. Yep. Sydney, Port Adelaide, SCG. Well, this one I have no idea about. I'll probably say Sydney because oh, it's at the SCG. Yeah, I'm, I'm confidently tipping Sydney to bounce back. But I'm going to flip a coin for this one. Oh, flip a coin. Uh, I'm taking Port Adelaide, Oh, apparently. there you go. Mm-hmm. God. Just when we thought we sucked enough at tipping, you've gone and done that. <laughs> Jesus. Enjoy that, Chief. Well, what if they play like they did in round one? Oh, what, what if? What if? <laughs> what if, Bob? They probably will win then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that footy's beating a lot of teams. Yeah. <laughs> uh, your mob are taking on the Giants. The Bomb Rays, the Dons at Marvel, 210. Yeah, I'll take us. Oh, I'm taking Essendon big time. is a good price. Too. Yeah, very good. I like that. 262 short for the Giants for me. They should be 330. They're no good, mate. Well, the fact Port Adelaide are longer than the Giants. Yeah. Oh, maybe that. That's saying more about my club. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Sure. Yeah. Oh, West Coast Melbourne. Give us a margin, Bob. You nearly nailed it. That like, yeah, you said Sydney by seventy-two. That one by eighty-one. I did, didn't I? Yeah, you were nine points off. I'm going to say sixty-eight points. In sixty-eight this points. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to say eighty-seven points, Melbourne. Oh, that you'd yeah. be big, big. Yeah, I'm it going. Could be a hundred. I'm going girthy. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing going get a Johnny Sins up, yeah. Way is that the guys who are out. Yeah. Were a lot of the guys who were out last year. Yeah. So the replacements have actually played games together. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, 84 points then. And then we get our traditional <laughs> Easter Monday clash. Now, do you subscribe to the belief that this is a game on the fixture where anything can happen? Yes. Always has been. All right. Yeah. So who are you taking? Geelong. Let's flip a coin. Ah, <laughs> uh, it says Geelong. Okay. Yeah, Geelong. I'll take the catters. Yeah. $1.18 is too short, though. Way too short. $4.95. That's worth Jeez, I don't mind the idea of Hawthorne at a line. Is that worth a $20 note? Is that worth a 20 Hawthorne, just in case? Hawthorne at the at a line? Yeah. You might get them for a good price, dude. They're plus 31 and a half. Yeah. So can Hawthorne keep the margin within six goals? Conventional wisdom says no, but if you're correct that this is a game on Easter Monday is always happen, close, dude. Well, then that's a great bet. A dollar yeah. ninety about Hawthorne at a plus 31 and a half line. That should be inserted into a couple of multis. I dare say probably one that includes the Bulldogs yep. at a plus line. 
Well, you're plus 13 and a half at the start of the week. Yeah. I reckon I could probably get you for a dollar seventy ish at plus 20. Yep. 20 point head start. <laughs> yeah. So I'll be looking into a couple of those. And, um, but yeah, Melbourne is the, as the certainty. Yeah. Melbourne plus. All right. How about this? Yeah. Melbourne 40 plus Hawthorne plus 31 and a half and dogs plus 22 and a half. Power play, that's 550. That's a, that's worth. Yep. That's worth a note or two. Very nice. Whatever returns you a full bag. Couple of, couple of sheets. <laughs> couple of sheets. Um, anything else, mate? For some of Riley Garcia's uncle's best. <laughs> <laughs> if that comes through, I will have... I'll have half of Riley, half of Riley Garcia up my nose. <laughs> um, uh, that's all I've got for you this week, Bob. That's it. Yeah, I've run out of juice. <laughs> Literally, been, I'm going to have to push this truck home. You've been flagging. Yeah. Actually, that was the, the title of last week's um, pod was dogs lagging. Dogs lagging. I think it was dogs yeah. lagging cats maybe sagging or something something to that effect but yeah. the dogs have, the dogs have lifted yeah um yeah. so i've got a lot of faith that we can get back to we're yet to have a week where we're both sitting here winners aren't we yeah simultaneously yep. patty's got all the glory he did say come on the pod yeah and then we got some radio silence yeah weird yeah although we didn't expressly invite him yeah on no we didn't did we <laughs> no nah. And he'll listen to this and go, uh, you didn't invite me on, you yeah. dicks. But he can come on next week. I wouldn't want him to lip off too much. It's painful. Yeah. But, fat ciders, in all honesty, special guests. Some point in the year, this good looking man across the table um, from me is going to have a child. Yes. And before the government takes it away from him, <laughs> I think... <laughs> I think we should take that opportunity to let him have some um, much-needed maternity time yeah. with his lovely other half. Uh, so there will be call-ups yes. happening yep. for special guests to yep. come help me co-host, um, especially during the buy rounds, yeah. yep. which is a good time too. There's, there's a few less games. We can get through a few more fun things, like yep. maybe a couple of redrafts and some other stuff. So those of you that have a direct line to the main man across from me, yep. Um, Hit me up, send me an application, tell me why in 25 words or less. <laughs> Attach your resume. Yeah. No, if, yeah. you, um, if you follow us on social media, that'll do. Yeah. <laughs> Pull the names out of the hat. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Nah, good opportunity to uh, join the Fat Side family. And if you're good enough. Basically, you just get to come here, have a feed, sink piss with me and talk footy on a Monday night. Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't want to do that? I love it what it's worth. <laughs> anyway, Bob, have a good week, mate. All right, mate. You too.